0: Hey, it's Christian. Hey, this is Damon. And this is The Amazing Nerd Show.
1: Did anything happen over the weekend? Um, Some stuff happened. (laughs) So, to start off, right off the bat, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're alive. Yes. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of spoilers. (sighs) So, um, in re-listening to our last show, we probably should have said... (laughs) (laughs) We could be possibly spoiling some things for... uh, We could have never known. This little movie, this little independent movie, Infinity (laughs) War, that was coming out. We had no idea. We have no clout or cred where we got, like, pre-screeners or whatever, so... We're just two
0: nerds in a basement. Yes,
1: literally, in a basement, (laughs) talking about comic books. So all we were doing was talking about what happened in the books and kind of speculating. So... If anything we said spoiled it, I apologize. Because yeah. we had no clue <laughs> how close some of the things we were saying were going to be. So, that being said, spoilers. Yes. Uh, yes.
0: We are going to fully talk about Infinity War later on in the podcast, so stick around with us. Yes. Uh, and we are going to... Probably mention a couple spoilers here and there just getting to that. Yes. Because, you know, it's just going to come up. And at this point, I feel like
1: everyone's fucking seen this movie. So after, you know, the box office that it pulled in. Yeah, but you
0: know, there's always that guy that
1: hasn't seen it. Who's listening to a review. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'd probably do that, honestly. So, um, yeah, so spoilers. spoilers. Um, And and that just goes for every episode Mm. that we ever do. We're horrible. (laughs) Pretty much. So, yeah, spoilers on everything. Mm. Um, Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be talking Infinity War... Um, but before we get there, the Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, new trailer just dropped today. Thoughts?
0: Uh, if you thought Wasp looked good in the last trailer, my God, is she just a total badass in
1: this one? Yes. She, it's definitely going to, it feels like it's going to be Wasp's Mm. movie. So she really, I mean, this whole trailer felt like it was very focused on her and she's definitely earning that double billing, um, you know, being part of the actual title of the movie. Mm. So, which is cool. I'm glad. So, um, but yeah, this movie looks like it's going to be really entertaining. Do you feel like this trailer showed too much? I'm trying to think. No, it sure. I felt like it, I mean, it was, it was showing some gags, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I have a feeling Marvel's smart enough, you know, now with their trailers. Like, I feel like they had the best trailer people around, you know, where they just don't show. It, even when they are shown like what we just learned from infinity war what they are showing us might not even make it in the mm-hmm. movie now you know and that seems to be disney's like i'm you all know, with like oh, the star war movies and everything you know they're really good at like
0: splicing
1: well, scenes together just and think just about Thor, think, yes. ragnarok right yeah no exactly so i mean i really i i trust them not to show us too much i mean i didn't i I mean, basically, we know that's you know, Scott's on house arrest and mm. but, you know, he's teaming up with Wasp for, you know,
0: they got a little bit more of the villain, but nothing, nothing too crazy. major, yeah. you know,
1: the ghost and a, it's cool that they're making it like a female character, um, you know, and that I mean, that looks straight out of the comic books, mm. um, this version of the ghost. So um, the, the costume, everything powers, pretty cool cool. It's a really like badass, like creepy character, the ghost. Right? Um So I, I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for for an Ant Man movie. So I mean, the Ant Man movie, like I yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> 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 oh, you're dead, dead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I yeah. totally, I totally like. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 yeah, excited. I'm so yeah, surprised. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I had a thought
1: and it just disappeared, and then I lost it. I couldn't come back. So that's... us uh, I'm looking forward to this movie.
0: Yes, uh, it it looks really good compared to the first one. I mean, the first one was enjoyable; it was funny, mm-hmm. but it was still definitely felt like it was two creators trying to create something rather than it being
1: one congruent idea. It's so a, you feel like this one would be more like streamlined, like one man's idea. Yeah, because that was Edgar Wright, and mm. then they just took pretty much what they liked
0: from Edgar Wright's script and mm. then molded yeah. it into what they wanted.
1: I felt like, too, like, but leaving that movie, you didn't feel like you missed Edgar Wright's, you know, vision. Hmm. Like, did it leave you wanting to see what Edgar Wright's Ant-Man maybe a little was going to look like? For me, I mean, it could definitely have
0: been a lot more heisty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the parts that you can tell were written by him mm-hmm. were very much him. Okay, <laughs> So I, I'd be interested in seeing what that movie would have been like. But I can totally see where, like, he would have wrote it this way where it totally wouldn't have attached to any other of the MCU elements, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, where it just wouldn't have felt like in the same vein as yeah. all the MCU. Movies.
0: Unfortunately, all these movies need to be in
1: one congruent universe,
0: and that's that's going to put a strain on a lot of mm-hmm. very artsy directors. Yeah
1: they're still doing pretty damn well for oh, so, yeah. themselves for themselves. Um because I mean look at what they did with Thor: Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's definitely in um oh god, I'm losing the name right now. What's the director's name? Oh, uh Taika Waititi. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <pronounce> <laughs> kind of a mouthful. Name. So, um but I feel like that's definitely his voice. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean they did give him kind of leeway with that, you know, that's unlike any other Thor movie. You know, that, you know, the last two at least, you know, that we've seen. So um maybe they were learning from that because the last two were just
0: kind of like very much B movies in the Marvel Universe. Yes. And then you got this, which is completely just balls to the wall.
1: Yeah, they're definitely, you know, the the redheaded stepchilds of the Marvel Universe, you know, especially the second, the uh, Dark World, you know, so. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. I, like I said, this this movie looks great, so I, I will be seeing it probably opening weekend. Yeah,
0: we'll definitely be talking about
1: it. Yes, <laughs> that's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, WWE had a few things going on this weekend, also. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they <laughs> really WWE. slid in this weekend yeah. underneath the uh, <laughs>
0: the apron of Avengers. That so. was
1: literally the best part. <laughs> Of that pay-per-view was Titus' Titus's stumble <laughs> and slide underneath the uh, apron. That, uh, I, I, I really
0: hope they gave him as much crap as possible in the back. There. I think that. I mean, they did it on <laughs> camera, so... Oh, yeah, they played it as a replay. Yes, yes, because I- they
1: didn't originally catch it live. You uh, know, they Michael Cole reacted to it, and it was off-camera. You didn't see it because they cut And then they made sure to go back and show it multiple times. So, I mean, uh, supposedly McMahon was like on the ground laughing. Like he (laughs) loved it. So that's why they kept on going to it. That's good. So, um, Uh, no,
0: but but overall, as a pay per view, this was a bit of a snore fest for me. Yes, a glorified house show. Passing
1: out during the entire last portion of the It was so long, too. Like it didn't need to be that long. No, it did not. And they, the way it was booked was very much like how nothing mm. happened. Nothing changed. You got new tag team champions on the Raw side. But, I mean, everyone saw that happening with the bar being on SmackDown. Honestly, I
0: forgot that um, Bray Wyatt and uh, Matt Hardy weren't the champions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> going into
0: this. I was like, oh, they don't even have the titles. because I was so, like, past this.
1: <laughs> and the way people were building up and WWE was building up, you really thought this was going to be a bigger event, you know, storyline-wise. But... It almost feels like it's like non canon, like mm-hmm. you know, besides those tag team belts, you know, changing hands. Um, really, I mean, they were a good, match, like, I think AJ Styles and Nakamura, I do feel like they had a better match, you know, here, even with the finish. You know, the finish was a no D de- or a, a count out, but I mean, I feel like a lot of that had to do with Nakamura being a heel in this match, you know, that dynamic between the two characters um and them just being more relaxed yeah there was so much on their shoulders during that match at mania so there was so much build up to that
0: this match was shorter right
1: yes oh yes it was shorter it was still a good match Mm -hmm. though um but yeah i don't i don't overall though the latter match was okay yeah it wasn't bad i liked i actually liked the finish of that match with Seth jumping the ladder and just shooting up it. It just, like, finally, someone just, you know, it doesn't take 30 minutes to climb a goddamn ladder, you know. So that was kind of cool. I enjoyed that. Um, God, I can't even, like, the, the rumble itself was, eh, yeah. way too long with 50 people. I think people, with the
0: ladder match, I was, literally, I was waiting for Finn to jump off and hit him.
1: Uh, oh, you mean at the the end?
0: Yes, because you see Seth on the ground holding the title, and you just see Finn looking down at him the entire time. Oh. I'm like, what if he coup de gras him yeah. right here, <laughs> right now? I thought that, that would have been, been memorable, burn. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, you had him
1: stabbing him in the back, uh, well, kind of, at the end of the segment on Raw. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're going to, you know, they're, at least they're teasing it, you know, but I don't think so. They had a really good match on Raw, though. Mm. So, but now he's wrestling Miz. At that. We'll get there though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, what else? Anything else stand out to you? Oh man, but my two matches. were... God, the Cena <laughs> Triple H match was just a fucking like. Oh my god. There was no point to that. That was such a typical like old timers house match with just all the rest holds and everything. And they finally went into like you know all the close pins, but like it just.
0: Oh, my God. I didn't even need his speech at the end where he was thanking all of them for allowing him to wrestle.
1: Yeah, whatever. And, what? And you know, screw WWE with all that shit. Like, I don't, I mean, I get it. But, like, it just felt gross after a while. This was just a huge, like, you know, commercial for Saudi Arabia. Mm. And, you know, I'm okay with them wrestling in there, you know, because it's not the people's fault that the government sucks. But, you know, at the same time, it just got, like, it was, like, almost an infomercial. You know, and I mean, they, reportedly, they made like hundreds of millions of dollars doing this show, um, but I don't know. I mean, with the with this being the time of the women's revolution and everything, yeah. and you know, we're we're in this new age. Uh, the fact that they had to keep their women—I mean, I don't think they even made the trip. No, you know, um, over like off the card completely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a country where they treat their women like second-class citizens um you know it's just it's pretty gross it's just kind of and then sammy zane didn't even get to wrestle like um, they kept him off the card
0: i believe was well, there was a segment where they had the new um guys uh it was pretty much people that they were actually signed to uh wwe at that mm-hmm. point and then they had um Daivari and oh i don't yeah some are, are, is it RV? It says of our, it says yeah it says what the,
1: the brothers right yes yes okay
0: they uh they show up to antagonize them and they actually had to apologize on Twitter because they were like trying to represent this kind of heel version of their country to um Saudi that mm-hmm. character I mean it was just like a big ploy but there's there's a lot of tension there in yes. real life why would you do this yes
1: yes it's not like you know you're in some you know redneck city in the south or something like that yeah you're know, exactly. really kind of this isn't you know, two cities with, this is yes, two countries exactly and there's some really bad blood there so and the, that cartoony you know racist bullshit mm. I, I'm just I'm so done with it with the WWE so um but yeah it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So, um, but this definitely was not the time and place because I yeah. kind of felt like that was in bad taste too. I was like, yeah, there's probably some really bad feelings here. But the fact that Sami Zayn and he actually wrestled in Saudi Arabia a couple of years ago, the fact that they asked him not to be on the show and supposedly came from like Saudi's government, that's, I don't know.
0: What are you talking about, man? He just had bad back <laughs> whiplash from Yeah. Uh, from Bobby Lashley. It's just ridiculous. I don't know. I love that I mean,
1: excuse. excuse. Yeah, right. <laughs> On um, but yeah, so I mean I understand Vince wants his money, but, but you know, I don't know, it's kind of a gross way to go about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It is a lot of money. But after like the you know, twentieth mention of how beautiful Saudi Arabia is and mm. everything and how they're changing and everything, and you know, the first hour of the, sh- you know, show. Oh yeah. Like, they oh stated God. it.
0: Like, um, the announce team was going on like, yeah, the only reason we're here is because of this now has been put in place. Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the announce team definitely felt off too. Like they're kind of like trying to be careful or something. Mm. It just felt like they didn't know what they could say and what they couldn't say, you know? So I don't, I don't know. It was just left a weird feeling with me. I don't, I don't know. So, but supposedly they're going to be doing more. Cool. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, if it's like this, I will not be. Cause they got like full like WrestleMania shit going on too. Like maybe not like the intros, but like fireworks mm-hmm. and the pyro and everything. I mean, they went big, really big. Supposedly, and this is rumor. Well, no, actually, this is Sean Waltman actually confirmed this. They, WWE was going to make Shawn Michaels a huge offer to wrestle, um, at the Rumble. And Shawn Michaels said, please don't even make me the offer. Just be, respect me enough not to make me the offer where I have to even consider it for a second. Because I guess he had some kind of family obligations with his kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, they had a lot of money to throw around. So, Which I'm I'm really surprised that they didn't do more with the card.
0: You know, you really, do you really think Shawn Michaels, even if he had no family thing going on...
1: I don't think so. I mean, unless the the money was just so obscene that he couldn't pass it up. And we're talking like millions and millions. Hmm. You know, I mean, I could see him like, okay. You know, because then once again, you got to be like, well, this will help my family. <laughs> so... I mean, I understand him wanting to stay true to his word and everything, but I mean, God, every wrestler does. It. Terry Funk fucking retired 30 times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look at Mick Foley. So, I mean, if he come, no one would blame him if he came back for one match and it was for millions of dollars, you know. But, you know, especially if it's just like during the Rumble match where he just does like a run mm-hmm. in and, you know, he's in and out. I don't think it's going to tarnish his legacy or anything like that. So, but probably not. I I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He seems to be really holding, you know, true to that I mean, if he was
0: going to come back, I feel like he would
1: have already. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, unless it was just obscene amounts of money where, you know, it'd be ridiculous for him to pass it out because he's still in good shape. I mean, he came back at that one mania, you know, in his like gear and he looked like he was ready to go. Um, But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see a short hair, Shawn Michaels. (laughs) (laughs) Super kicking uh, people.
0: Old man Michaels.
1: Uh, oh, he'd be fantastic though. He'd steal the <laughs> show. You know he would. <laughs> so, but yeah, let's move on. You know, but yeah, Titus World Slide. I'm glad that was actually trending. That cracked me up. So, um, uh, are you gonna buy the T-shirt? No. <laughs> no, I will not. Yeah, you know, WWE just tends to make things less funny. Yeah. When they get a hold of it. So, but yeah, no. Yeah. I knew, you knew right away there was going to be a shirt, though.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I was surprised. <laughs>
1: I was not prepared. They love that shit. Anything like, with their name trending attached to it, they love it. What did you think of um, the controversial Universal Championship match? Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. So, that tells you what I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was about... I, like this, there were so many botches in this. I really think they fucked up. I think they thought that cage, like the wall was going to completely come down. Mm. So I think they thought Brock was going to actually hit first and they fucked up. Cause the, the bottom of the cage stays attached. So then his feet can't hit cause his feet are on the cage still. So only his back hits and then Roman yeah, but then what, kind why of would like Roman roll off so fast. I don't think he realized. I mean, he did also hit his fucking head. It was a pretty nasty spot, so I, because they're not doing anything with it really storyline wise. Mm. So I think Brock was meant to, you know, I don't think it was supposed to be like, oh well, a conspiracy against Roman. Mm. Where do you? Which is the way they're pushing. Roman still being hated by everyone, and you know, I think basically what's going to up happening is they want Brock to beat CM Punk streak. Because he's very close right now, so like having that record for the modern era of you know longest title reign. So I think he's like maybe like thirty days away, thirty or forty. I could be wrong. So So, there should be an asterisk next to that. Since he hasn't been on the show, right? Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I feel like they're gonna let that happen in maybe Summerslam, you know.
0: And then is it still Roman at that point? I mean, I, I think I'm going to gag if I see another fucking match between the two of them.
1: I don't know. I hope they really turn about face and, like, push Braun. At least go with Braun.
0: They had a nice little interaction
1: during their six-man
0: match where it was... Uh, Roman was coming into the ring and they both looked at each other for a second and then it just acknowledged it and moved on. Okay. Okay. So, I don't...
1: <sighs> okay <laughs> to me the world the real world champion is aj styles so you know that's mm. in my mind so whatever <laughs> <laughs> screw raw <laughs> uh. you know i mean uh, will should we jump into backlash yeah we- <laughs> wwe is right they're just like hey whatever <laughs> we're gonna have another pay-per-view i was like i thought it was like two weeks away i didn't yeah, realize it was I this too. weekend yeah and then, but they kept
0: saying it during the fucking um, Royal Rumble. Yeah, nine days away. I was paying attention. To be I, fair, I was only waking up at during the championship match because every time they would yell "F five spear,"
1: "F five spear," I was like, "Those matches are so horrible too." Between those two, yeah, like there's nothing going on. They're just like it's like watching a home run derby. Where it's just two guys slugging a ball out. Like they're just hitting like their finisher over mm. and over again. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Like it's just horrible, like ring psychology. I don't know why they allow it. You know, I mean, you have those moments in like big matches where all of a sudden, you know, everything, you know, is it's balls against the wall and everyone's, you know, throwing their finishers around. But like they start off the matches yeah. like this. It's just it it's just not enjoyable. It's not entertaining. So I, you know, I it felt like Brock was at least moving around. Like I was surprised to see him flying into the cage a couple of times. So I was like, okay, look at that, he can still move. Um, but yeah, it's just it, boring as shit. Like I just don't want to see it anymore. And that's how Lesnar's style has really been lately. Mm-hmm. So the last like
0: year or two, yeah, because the same shit with Goldberg. It mm-hmm. was almost mm-hmm. the same shit when he was facing Cena.
1: Yeah, yeah, but at that time it was. Different where, you know, it's like, oh, look at him just dominating people and, you know, but now it's just like, okay, we've seen this, you know, Lesnar can wrestle. That's what kills me is like, I, we, we all know how good of a wrestler Lesnar actually is. I just want to see him put on a good match, you know, but he, he knows he doesn't have to. He can just do a couple Germans and hit a few F5s or one F5 um, and, you know, be done for the night. So. Well, I mean, if
0: it's Rome, it has to be a five or six.
1: What's so crazy about that is they like built all that up for a year, where like Lesnar was putting everyone down with one. So you knew that in Mania, you were going to get that big moment where like he hits the F five, and then Roman kicks out, and they totally like shit on that moment because then they had him kept like keep on doing it over again, and then he lost anyway. So mm. I was like, what, what was the point? You know, st- it's just bad writing. It makes Roman look strong? No! that <laughs> he still six. <laughs> no one cares. No one fucking cares. I don't know, man. Uh, so let's talk backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of no one caring, I wish they would have booked this before the, you know, shake because it feels like this is all just leftovers.
0: Do you mean after the shake up? Well, yes.
1: Yes, you're right. After the shakeup, because this feels like they mm. booked this card and for some reason they just kept it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand some of these matches still going on. Um, You know, unless they're going to swerve and do, like, swerve us and do something with these matches. I just, I feel like a lot of this is predictable. If anything, yeah. they should have gone with a more like
0: Survivor Series angle where it's, SmackDown versus Raw with these new shaken up groups, you know, if they're gonna
1: make it so mixed match, yeah. But and then then, then can... it ruins Survivor Series because you know they're gonna do a SmackDown versus Raw again. So I see what you're saying. I get it, but yeah, or like like, like belts versus belt or something like yeah. that, you know. So I don't I don't know. I mean, so that right off the bat, we've got Rollins with the belt going against the Miz. Um. Predictions. The Miz can't win. He's On the wrong show. Um. Yeah. And who has is the U.S. title even being defended? I don't see it currently. <laughs> yeah, not currently. And now we are. We actually watched SmackDown. We didn't see an announcement. So unless we completely missed it, and they announced like Hardy, because it seemed like they were going. to... Seems like Hardy and Um Orton are going to be working a program together. So. There's no way Miz is winning this. No. So I could see it maybe if like, you know, at the Greatest Royal Rumble where you had Hardy going against Gender, where you could have a double switch happening with those titles, but you're not going to have the IC belt on the same show as the U.S. title. So there's no way Miz is walking away with that title.
0: Now, I could see something interesting. Maybe the Miz draws interferes in some way because they're still upset with the Miz. But by interesting, you mean like, haha? i mean like they'll do maybe they could do something else with the match because they know it's not i'm trying to give them something here okay okay
1: whatever man sure (laughs) it's it's gonna be a good match but i just you know the outcome so it just i don't
0: know um maybe it's the journey not the destination (laughs) it's all journey man that's all these shows
1: are nowadays
0: um Roman versus Samoa Joe.
1: That that's harder to call. I guess. I don't feel like Roman's gonna lose. Unless Samoa Joe cheats. Yeah, but then Roman Unless they're really gonna do like a losing streak like angle with Roman, I feel like after like losing, you know, multiple matches, you know, the past like month, they're gonna let him win here.
0: I wouldn't mind... And then like- Joe's
1: on SmackDown, so it doesn't really affect him. And, I mean, it, it, this has potential being a really good match. You know, Roman is a good wrestler. Mm. Um, He's just booked for shit. So, I mean, I really could see it being a good match, but it's not for anything. Like, at first, when I saw this, I thought, you know, because I think we both thought that Roman would be walking away with the title. Mm. So, like, oh, this will be a great, like, you know, first title match. But... You know, And that would still be predictable because you know Samoa Joe is on SmackDown. So it wouldn't matter. So this is just leftovers. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm going to go with Roman here.
0: It would be nice if it's a distracted Roman. You know, Roman who's still obsessed with Lesnar going in against Joe. And Joe gets to look super strong because we know his next program is going to go up against the likes of Styles and Nakamura. Mm -hmm. So then you have this new built joe i mean he doesn't need it but this like i see where you're going
1: yeah i could see that although i I hope that joe versus styles isn't like in the near future i want nakamura and styles to have you know some time you know work a, like a decent length like you know package together so i don't know like program i don't i don't I don't want to see that right away.
0: Well, you know, my dream is to have Styles Nakamura go all the way till next year. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> like, just wrestling each other?
0: No, but like stuff like this, where you have Joe intersects, it gives them pause, uh, and they, and come they come just back. come back. Pause. Come Be back. like
1: Cena and Edge. Yeah, hey, I could see it, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to see it. I am They're loving, my mega powers. Right I now. love exploding. Heal. <laughs> heal Baca though. Oh it's yeah. been fantastic. It's <laughs> been my favorite thing in the WWE right
0: now. AJ is not having kids.
1: No, he's not ever. No, he's exactly. already got like. I mean, he's he already got like ten. He doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, I've got I got Roman going over here.
0: I'm gonna give, I'll give it to Joe. Okay. You know, just to be the. the I hope for. I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Nia is walking in as the champion. Um, I maybe she'll walk out as champion still. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I really <laughs> like that's a
1: definitive
0: <laughs> prediction. <laughs> Concrete. I like what they're doing with the moments of bliss. Those have been
1: like funny, but yeah, I'm I I could see Bliss getting the belt back here. It would be too soon, I feel. But they love Bliss as the champion. Um, I
0: would give it another month. Because then you get
1: to play around with this version of Bliss for a little while. Yeah. I I just... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not so... Naya is like a face just doesn't work. Yeah, but she barely worked as a heel because
0: she was smiling the entire time.
1: Yeah, but it's a different kind of smile. I believe that more. Mm You know, I mean, I just, I don't know. She needs character work. She really does. They need to, like, have her not talk as much. So, but that's just me. I, I yeah, I... You're picking Naya on this? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll pick Bliss. Just yeah. so there's... Because I think last last show we... Basically picked all the same... Water. Because it was yeah. too easy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. And we were right, actually. And
0: this... Even this can be considered
1: yeah. too easy. But we're... We're trying. <laughs> so, uh... Carmella versus Charlotte. Carmella... is the champ.
0: You know, with, especially with everything that's going on with Iconic. I definitely... Oh, I think we were talking about this before the podcast. Mm. I could definitely see them intervening and getting in the way of
1: Charlotte winning. Yeah. I feel like Carmella's going to have the belt for a little longer. So I agree. I agree. All right, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Daniel Bryan wins. I, I don't believe that they are fully behind Cass yet. They gave him a lot of promo time today. A lot. It was horrible. It was all <laughs> horrible. <laughs> and it wasn't his fault. His delivery was okay. It was just whatever was written for him was just bad. Mm. So, um... God. I don't... Because I feel like this is the start of the feud. So I don't see Cass losing right off the bat. So if it... Like, maybe he gets disqualified or something. Beats the crap out of Daniel Moore. So, you know... um. But like at the same time, I don't see Daniel Bryan getting handed a loss right away. Mm. Although he could handle that, like it wouldn't hurt yeah. him at all, um, and it'd be great heat for Cass. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say Daniel Bryan wins, but that's just because Cass gets disqualified and I can definitely see that pummels him. So mm. just to get heat, because this is gonna go on for a little bit, I believe. Um, all right. So Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn.
0: I don't see them giving Braun Strowman a loss, let alone Bobby Lashley, who's
1: just returned. I'm going to say Bobby Lashley turns heel here.
2: Hmm.
1: He has no character, no personality. (laughs) He said nothing on the mic. So I could definitely see Strowman and Lashley working a program together. So I feel like Lashley might, like, turn heel here and attack Strowman.
0: Now, do you see Lashley working with Owens and Zane or is that...
1: No, I don't think it'd be, like, a faction or anything like that, you know? I mean, they'll all beat his ass, you know, in the ring, but then I feel like it'll just be, you know, Strowman versus Lashley hmm. for a while. Um, Lashley's done some good heel work in TNA, so... Um, I think he comes off as a natural, like, he'll... It seems like he just doesn't know what to do as a face out there, <laughs> Yeah. You know? So, um, like, right now, I feel like he's trying to be this badass, but, you know, they're not really giving him anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're definitely showcasing him, though. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of just waiting for this moment. Like, this has been the plan the entire time for him. So... But, yeah, that's my prediction. So I've got... I've got basically... I got Strowman winning that team winning, but it'll be like disqualification because Lashley will beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. So I believe that will cause a disqualification. Does it? If your teammate beats you, beats your ass. I don't know. Depends. Those are weird. Well, I guess he could technically beat the shit out of them, and then Kevin Owens and them could pin him. Yeah. So. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see yeah, what tag rules they decide depends on what he does to beat the crap out yeah. of him, too. He pulls because, out a chair. Exactly. Because it's going to take a chair, you know? <laughs> um, take more than a chair. So, yeah. we
0: going to need the Bludgeon
1: Brothers. We'll have to pull out the rule book and try to figure that out, right? Um, but, yeah, no. So I feel like, oh, yeah, those titles aren't being defended on this. Nope. And, the yeah, none of the tag team belts, right? Will they be on the they must be adding a couple. Like matches this because it's a light show right now, yeah. But maybe after Saudi Arabia, they're like, screw it, let's just throw something up there.
0: They're tired. They're uh huh.
1: Um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, I've got. I'm gonna say that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are winning this. Okay, that's my prediction. Your prediction, my friend. Braun just beats everyone anyway. <laughs> so you think there's actually a swerve, and then Braun still beats everyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Wow. That would be stupid. But... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, saw try to... this
0: WrestleMania moment. Look, he tried to stab him in the back. Oh, it doesn't matter. He's still <laughs> getting his
1: ass pummeled. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. My All money's right, just see. on Braun in general. Okay. Yeah. I feel like... Here's a question. Who do you think is going to have the title First. Roman Reigns or Braunschweig? Roman Reigns. You think so? Yeah. Not a doubt. Do you think they're still leading towards a Lesnar and Reigns match? Another one? (sighs) I... I wouldn't put it past him. I I honestly wouldn't... I
0: mean, just look at the way that this last one ended. It was controversial. So it's like, oh, there was no definitive answer here. I still feel like they botched that. (laughs) I
1: still feel like it was a (laughs) fuck-up. The way that show was going, there were so many fuck-ups going on left and right. I don't know if they had jet lag or what the hell was going on, but everyone just seemed off during that show. Um, but, okay, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Reigns did talk about, like, a conspiracy against him, which was hilarious. Um, you know, the promo before. Yeah, so.
0: he, yeah, before
1: the match, too, right? Yeah. And was, starts, uh, a week or two before, I don't, yeah. so Whatever. So, anyway, uh what I see is the main event, and I hope it is the main event, AJ Styles is champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura. No
0: disqualification. Do you think Nakamura finally gets the title? Because it's no disqualification.
1: I mean, he I hope beat so. the
0: hell out of him at this point.
1: I hope so. I hope so. I think it's more interesting to have AJ Styles chasing him. Mm-hmm. So, um... I hope so because I feel like if Styles wins this I feel like the program's probably over so I hope it continues um, this would be a good place for Nakamura to win the belt too you yeah. I don't know what will happen with the no DQ I mean I don't know if he'll just keep on crotching him over and over again um, so that's kind of his thing now so I yeah
0: I hope he brings that to other feuds that'd be amazing like that's his like move yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love everything that he's doing right now. He's just great as a heel. Mm-hmm. He really is. They um, mm-hmm. want Daniel Bryan up in the corner doing the yes and yeah, getting I don't know, yes. Just boom. <laughs> oh, that that <laughs> matchup is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Nakamura wins, and this goes on because I feel like it'd be stupid for it to end here. You know, unless they're just not believing what Nakamura is doing, but I feel like they're behind him now as a heel what do you say (laughs) fine sir
0: I want to say Nakamura but at the same time I think they love Styles as a champion so much that they don't want to take it off of him
1: yeah but they have taken him off they have taken the belt off of him before yeah so and he's had it for a while now when did he receive it last AJ Styles has had the belt since November I mean that is a long time. Um, Storyline wise, I feel like it'd be okay for him to lose the belt at this point. Yeah, He's had a solid run, and I mean it's not like he can't get it back from Nakamura. It's true. And this would really put over Nakamura as a heel.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I I want I I'll, I'll, I'll say Nakamura. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: But one, I, one these I days, really do, because I really feel like that would just kill all momentum this has, <laughs> yeah. You know, especially with it being no DQ, because I could see it like, okay, Nakamura gets disqualified and, you know, the feud c- carries on, but if it's no DQ, that's not going to happen. So, I don't know. One of these days, we're really, i to make like a betting pool out of this, though. Yeah, well, like last because <laughs> we talked about actually like trying to keep track, but mm-hmm. last episode, I felt like it was a wash. Well, cause we cause got everything correct? We got pretty much everything correct except for like the title match. Mm. So whatever. Can't help being that good, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you enjoy entertainment? Have you wasted money or time not knowing what to expect? we look no further. The Chew Gum Podcast is your answer. It's a blasty blast. We are the Gruesome Gruesome Twosome, Seamus um, and Luke. We find the latest entertainment and give you our views and hopefully save you time and money. So come listen to the Gruesome gruesome Twosome (laughs) chew up recent entertainment. Uh, who's listening to you dummies? (laughs) Girl. Let's get into some comic books.
1: Let's talk some comic books.
0: So David, what'd you read?
1: Hunt for Wolverine.
0: Ah, yes. Guess who it's by? Is it by Soul? <laughs> <is> Maybe. Right.
1: <laughs> I feel like we just review Charles Soul's work
0: <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, he is really like the new Bendez over at Marvel. He's, He's writing, fucking everything. writing everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I can't help but review his stuff. Whatever. That's good. Sorry, yes. It's right. Raining. Um. Yeah. Uh, Hunt for Wolverine. So new miniseries. Uh, looking at Wolverine's uh reemergence into the Marvel universe. Yes. Yeah, where he actually has been this entire yes. time. Uh, I will read the little blurb. Here we go. Uh, The return of Wolverine begins here, providing the first piece of a mystery that will leave no corner of the Marvel Universe untouched. Just as the X-Men are finally coming to terms with Logan's death, they learn a terrible secret. Old wounds are reopened, truth's questioned, and an epic quest begins. The earliest clue to the mystery of Wolverine's return are laid down here. Who will solve it first? Thoughts, Christian? Yeah, it was it was okay. Okay, it was like
0: I I was expecting something I guess more exciting to happen. Mm-hmm. There was a little moment with the Reavers showing up and finding out that he's not in the um, is not in trapped in his Animantium, which I think was pretty like immense. The fact that Kitty had to drag him out and be so careful with not uh, making sure that she didn't rip a part of him, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a cool moment. I imagine um, that would be
0: traumatic, especially after his death and everything. And having to
1: pull his corpse out of that, mm-hmm. yes. So um, what we're talking about is basically they decide to pull him out of his cocoon of animantium um, because they realize that he's just a sitting duck out there. They kind of set up like this whole memorial for him, um, but they didn't want someone, you know, taking it. And, that you know, plus it really wasn't his style. No. No, and they felt, I think it was Colossus who, like, really kind of pushed for it, Mm -hmm. you know, wanting to have, like, a proper, like, burial. And when they mentioned that, I really started to think about, I was like, yeah, he probably wouldn't like it like that. (laughs) No, yeah, they actually had him on a pedestal and everything. Mm -hmm. So, Um, that was a really cool moment. I liked all of the kind of, you know, behind the scenes stuff of, like, actually watching the X-Men kind of grieve. You know, actually, like, barium. I thought that stuff was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I wasn't reading a lot of the X books during the whole Death of Wolverine, you know, that miniseries. I did read the miniseries, so I didn't really get to see all those, like, moments, you know, of the characters really, like, reacting mm-hmm. to Wolverine, you know, dying. And I don't even know if they had those moments, really. So, um, the fact that they did have to do all this, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, tells me that they probably didn't. Um, so those were really the neat moments. You know, I liked the stuff like, you know, Jubilee, you know, at the gravesite. Um, and I mean, this was really, you know, once again, very heavily focused on Kitty Pride's reaction. Mm. Um, and she's really kind of like the new face of the X-Men right now, um, which I'm, you know, ecstatic about. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, you know, and I, I, also loved, you know, all the Cyclops stuff.
0: Yeah, his moment with the grave was very...
1: Yes, yes, because I, I, it made me miss Cyclops, you know, which I haven't done, you know, for a long time. don't know time.
0: if that made me miss him, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, the, that the relationship between Wolverine and Cyclops I always found really interesting. I always enjoyed that, you know, mm-hmm. that kind Definitely. of like almost like sibling-like rivalry between the two. Um, so I just I don't know I don't know I really I did enjoy those moments I liked all the stuff with the Reavers I am actually a big Reaver fan those was the first uh, villains that the X-Men faced off in the first like comic that I picked up Um, so I'm always excited when they bring them back so that was pretty cool Um, the way they go about things so basically what happens is Kitty goes to his grave site and is kind of telling him everything that happens. The Reavers basically discover that Wolverine's not, you know, in the statue anymore. Mm. Um, you know, so the cat's kinda out of the bag.
0: Yeah, after a full on assault. Yes,
1: yes. A, a pretty cool battle. Mm. So and the Reavers are pretty down on their luck right now. So they're looking for upgrades and, you know, um they they're real and this is kind of their way about it. I don't know if they're not working for someone, they're just trying to get him on the black no, market, um, right? that plus they want they were looking at his genetic code and they wanted to use his adamantium so well and that's yeah because they they're going to sell it to someone Mm -hmm. because then they could buy whatever they could and that's going to go for a hefty price you know i think they kind of talked about it later on in the issue you know like any you know you know marvel mad scientist gets their hands on Mm -hmm. that and you know and we've already seen that with them putting it in
0: um the hulk yes exactly
1: exactly it's just bad news all around (laughs) um so yeah, so you've got, you know, them, you know, burying in an unmarked grave and everything like that, um, you know, and you get to see the behind the scenes the all the conversations that go into that and the thought process, but then Kitty, after the whole Reavers attack goes back to the grave and is, you know, kind of, you know, you know, just, you know, um, paying her respect and, you know, explain Wolverine, you know, what happened while drinking, you know, I think a Molson Golden or some, some Canadian beer, um, and then she realizes, dun-dun-dun, Wolverine's not there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that kind of triggers the hunt for Wolverine, you know, and she turns to Daredevil first. Why? I'm not sure. <laughs> Gives a different perspective, she says. Yeah, or maybe because Soul's is riding him right now. Oh, maybe. Well. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I'm excited for it. Someone different. I didn't expect Daredevil mm. to be part of this. So, I mean, they do have close ties, Wolverine and Daredevil, but it's kind of outside of the box. Um, you know, and we find this out because the first, you know, in panel, you know, discussion she's having with someone is Tony and, you know, of course, and being an arrogant prick says, I'm glad you came to me first. And she mentions, no, no, I didn't. I went to Matt <laughs> Murdock first. Um, so, uh. You know, I love all the, you know, all the dialogue going on here and Mm. the interactions between the characters. I mean, they all feel true to the characters. But I think I was expecting more of an action-packed first issue. Yeah. You know, I mean, this really did a great job of kind of setting up the mystery. Um, You know, while this is going on, we see Wolverine, you know, I don't know, like he's in some weird like black outfit. Yeah, you know, popping was... his claws in and out. He's kind of like, he's got some guy up against the wall. And you're not sure what the hell's going yeah. on. Um, but it's very brief. So, um, you know, so we, and at this point, we know he's alive. Because mm. they're kind of speculating that someone's stolen his body, you know, for parts, basically. But, um, yeah, so Tony is, you know, starts to look at um, setting up a team to go find, you know, Wolverine and it looks like it's a lot of the original like new Avengers team mm-hmm. that, you know, he was, you know, a Wolverine first joined. In know, the band so back to you. Yes, that's his exact words. So, um, and then Daredevil's just, you know, seems to be going on the hunch for the kicks of it. I mean, basically, I love a good mystery. I was like, mm-hmm. Well that seems weird, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not to honor his dead friend or anything like that. Most of all, I love a good mess. Okay, whatever, Daredevil. Um, so I I enjoyed the book. You know, like mm. I, I'm excited for the next issue to see where we go. Um, and I want to see how important this story really is. Because I, you know, once he actually returned, I kind of, I thought maybe, I thought it was due to the gems, you know, to the, the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, since the first time we see him, he's holding one of the stones. So, you know, and maybe that still true, but... I mean, something would have to, like, kind
0: of kickstart
1: him back up, right? Maybe. He's Wolverine. I don't he's know. Wolverine. It's kind of his thing to heal and come back, so...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I thought he know. was
1: losing his healing factor. He was. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Comics, right? Yeah. <laughs> They can undo anything they want. True. So I I'm mean, just hoping that they don't... I'm sure there's a reason why he's coming back. Yeah. You know, I just don't know if it's a stone, you know? That's I'm just what hoping it's that like.
0: it's not one of those, like,
1: oh, yeah, it was just this
0: reason. He's he's just Wolverine, so he's back.
1: Well, especially since they're doing a whole, you know, mini-series yeah. on it. <laughs> that would kind of suck. Like, I can totally um, see it
0: being a passing line that just happens, and then they're just moving on.
1: Yeah, but then what the hell is the point of just, you know, going through the mystery? I don't
0: know. I guess? I feel like
1: Soul's a better writer than that. Like sure. he's got a story to tell. Like he wouldn't be telling the story is this. Is this finishing emotions. up before Infinity War? I don't. It's four issues, I believe. So I don't think so because Infinity War starts in. And July. we're talking about the comic, not the uh, movie. Yeah, um, so I, I believe Infinity War, the comic, is starting in July. July. I could be wrong, so I'm not sure. You know, because I definitely do hate that And I'm sure we're not going to find out exactly how Wolverine comes back in the like first issue of Infinity War though. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I hate when they kind of step on each other like that schedule wise, you know, and then something's kind of basically spoiled, mm-hmm. you know, before you get to the end of the story. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know I'm I'm curious. I mean, I like the fact that Iron Man's putting. It seems like he's going to like the new Avengers and everything. You know, you saw Luke Cage. You saw Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was Jessica Jones on the screen too. Next to Cage. I didn't think it was Jessica Jones, but it might. Who did
0: you think it was?
1: Um, it wasn't Carol. And I don't think it was Spider Woman. I thought it was. Although Spider Woman would make sense because she was part of that original team. So but she definitely wasn't a costume if it was. So, but yeah. Whoever it was. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he definitely alludes to you know putting the band back together, mm. so I feel like it was definitely New Avengers. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely check out the book. Um, it feels like a, a, the start of a good story. Mm. So, and Soul really hasn't been letting us down lately. No. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right.
0: Then we got the couple a couple ends to some books. Uh, Doctor Strange's Damnation Number Four came out. All right. I'll give you the little blurb here. Uh, It's damnation-nation. Mephisto's on a hot streak that won't stop. Every team that's faced him has fallen, while more of the country falls under his influence. There's just one card left to play. Wong versus Mephisto, alone, who escapes out in a blaze of glory.
1: Alright, so full admission. I haven't read any of the tie-ins except for, like, the Ghost Rider one. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) this book feels like it should really be called, like, Wong Damnation, not Dr. Strange Damnation. (laughs) Because, really, I feel like Dr. Strange has been barely in, besides, like, the first, like, issue. Mm. You know, he's hardly been, like, in any of this book. Not that it's been a bad thing. Like, I've really enjoyed Wong in this book. Um, would you have picked up the book? No, it's called absolutely Wong, not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's smart on that part. Um, but yeah, no, it really feels like Wong's book, right? Mm. Um, which was a good thing. I enjoyed everything. I enjoyed the whole Midnight Suns. I enjoyed what they did with Johnny. Um, you know, um, he takes over Hell. That's part of his plan. They sent Ghost Rider up mm. against Mephisto and, you know, he goes ahead and he turns, you know, Ghost Rider back into Johnny and throws him off, you know, a, a building. So um, killing him, sends him to hell, and then Johnny goes ahead and takes over because yes. Mephisto's not there. It was interesting because he had to, like, kind
0: of convince Ghost Rider to stay with him at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like... You know we're, we gotta do this together, we have to figure this out.
1: I thought that was cool though, I mm. like the whole like dialogue between the two, you know, the interaction between the two entities, you know because you don't see them separated much mm. so I thought that was awesome um, you know, and that's interesting that now that's like the second Ghost Rider that's taken over Hell, because Danny Ketch's Ghost Rider mm. also ruled Hell for a short period of time too so it seems to be an ongoing thing um, but yeah, you know, I mean I thought that was clever, um I loved, you know, how uh, Spencer wrote all the interactions between uh, the Midnight Suns, too. And this book kind of hints at the Midnight Suns, you know, becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, if Spencer's writing, I could definitely be behind. I like a lot of these characters, and it makes sense to kind of put them together. So, I would definitely pick up that book. Yeah,
0: none of them are really doing much outside of this. Yeah, so. and
1: yeah Moon Knight has his own book, which I still haven't read. I'm a big Moon Knight fan, mm. so I really want to jump on that. But, yeah, it feels like it would work, you know. Um, And it's been a long time coming. Because they've tried before here and there. But, you know, really since, like, the late 90s, there really hasn't been, like, you know, a Midnight Suns kind of group. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I could get behind that. I really could. Um, how did you feel about it overall?
0: Um, it was good. It was a good little finale to it, but it, it just for me, especially as someone who didn't read all the, the tie-ins, it was most like, I was just really getting into this and now it's over. It did feel rushed, right? Yeah. It, you know,
1: but I feel like that's all due to the fact that
0: we didn't read the tie-ins. Mm. <laughs> but then um, again, the tie ins shouldn't be that important, you know,
1: Yeah, for the main... You, you know, and read not reading the tie-ins though, I felt like this all worked. Mm. You know, as a story, like I didn't feel like I was missing much, except for the Ghost Rider
0: yeah, part. I think know? I would have been a little upset if I yeah, had, Ghost but,
1: Rider's in charge of Hell all of a sudden. Yeah, okay. but I luckily I actually read that one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I didn't read any of the Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah, I didn't you know. need
0: to know about Thor breaking his legs. It didn't really
1: seem important. So yeah, no, mind, it really so. didn't affect the main like story at all. So, um. But, yeah, it probably would have made you feel like Doctor Strange was actually part of the story, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, but, yeah, no, I it was a fun book. It really was. You know, and it was kind of like, I feel like Spencer, like, putting the final touches on, you know, the whole Secret Empire shit. <laughs> so, getting that, ima- getting that out of the system and now, you know, Vegas is back.
0: I can't imagine them being okay with that hotel staying there, though.
1: In Vegas? You've yeah. obviously never been to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I get the attraction of having the devil and the top floor of the hotel, but it's just yeah, bro. probably not a great not idea. a great idea. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, no, I yeah, yeah, this it, it definitely had its kind of like hokey moments, mm. you know, it's a little cheesy, but fun. It was a fun book, really.
0: I definitely like the whole every ghostwriter ever was there to beat him up for. Yeah. I was years. trying to
1: like identify like some of the ghost writers in there. I couldn't, I was like, okay, wait a second. <laughs> you know, I caught some of them, like obviously catches in mm-hmm. there. Um, you saw Robbie, mm-hmm. you know, that was cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure out because there's a lot of ghost writers standing there. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely would recommend this book though. You know, I, I definitely feel like it was a solid story. Mm-hmm. Um, it got the bad taste out of my mouth from you know, Secret Empire for uh Spencer. Um, you know, he's moving on to Spider Man, I believe. So which I definitely Yeah, would. you would definitely want that scrubbed out before yes. Spider Man. Yes. So um so I'm I'm excited to see where he takes that character. Hmm. So all right, what else do we read? Well, I
0: mean, for me what got me over uh Secret Empire was Avengers. The yes. whole
1: no-surrender storyline, and we finally put a little bow on it. Yes, and this is this pretty much what that issue was, mm. was really... Because you really had the end, last issue, yeah. you know, with them defeating uh the Grand Master Collector, whatever he was calling himself. Yeah. <laughs> but this is kind of like, you know, sending everyone off in their way and, you know, starting a new chapter for the Avengers. So, um... I will go ahead and I will read the little blurb. No surrender reaches its finale. The battle is over and those left standing in the rubble have to find a way to move forward. As an era of the Avengers come to close, what will rise to take its place? So this was much more about them standing in the rubble trying to figure out what what was happening. And it didn't really seem like it was much of a conversation. It was just Mm -hmm. like, kind of moving on you know this whole avengers thing is kind of over it was a little weak with that you know with the kind of the teams disbanding yeah kind of for no real reason i mean the u.s avengers are kind of like you know decimated at this point But like the Uncanny Avengers, and I guess they've been kind of hinting at breaking up for the last like year. Oh, they
0: barely touched on the Uncanny. You know, but like Uncanny just
1: kind of like, oh, we're gonna go looking for. They're barely a team though the last yet like year really, Mm. because Captain America pretty much like stripped them of their like Avenger like memberships, like once Secret Empire started. Mm So um, that was a different. I guess. <laughs> yeah that's true but it just kind of felt like they're all because there was multiple issues literally while i was reading that where i thought oh is this the last issue because like after every mission they're like okay well you know i guess we'll see you around and then something else would happen to keep them together mm-hmm. so um so i could kind of see it but i kind of would like a little more closure if you will um this kind of felt like okay we just got to kind of tie up these three story arcs to move on to you mm-hmm. know where we're going next um i don't know what did you think overall uh for me it was just you know
0: typical like this is we're just wrapping everything up i did like the jarvis aspects though i feel kind of bad for him by the end of the book where you know he's like thinking i'm done and then an i don't know AI where system going. uh kind of makes a mistake by saying the wrong place yeah and he's yeah. kind of stuck there um, it was their kind of a Yeah, but I think
1: he wanted to be stuck there,
0: though. Yeah. I think that was I his get thing.
1: Because he was feeling like he didn't have a point anymore. And that AI system was almost making it worse. You know, like, oh, they don't really need me at all. And then what? Like, he doesn't know where Captain America is. deserves a break. Captain America's. I don't think he wants a break. I know he doesn't Jarvis. want to, but. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel bad for the old man. Come on. <laughs> He's okay. It was funny. Who's going to serve Captain America's tea? Nobody. Serve his own <laughs> Jarvis, man. Come
0: on. It was funny for them trying to put in the kind of like MCU version
1: of Jarvis into this world. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that was a little not, absolutely. Um I'm trying to think was definitely feels like Hulk is gonna be a dark book, right? Yeah, that, that moment between him and Hawkeye was like Yes, they have him in the diner meeting up and mm-hmm. Hawkeye's like trying to give him forgiveness and Hulk is just not, Bruce is just not having well, any of it. he kind of
0: went the wrong way about it where he was like, yeah, I'm kind of happy I killed you.
1: Like, yeah, like I I, I would have done it again, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it makes sense and that's what he would have wanted. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like, I. this actually made me want to pick up the Immortals. Just to see, you know, because it it feels like it's gonna be a really really dark book, um, you know. So I I don't know. I, I'm curious to see where they take that character. Yes,
0: I mean it'll be for
1: me more interesting than what everything that they've done with Cho. So yeah, yeah. That just I mean I never really and all I, my exposure to that character is just through the champions. So mm. I never really got it. It's I mean the champions don't. It's not that far off. Okay, it's okay. just he's very intelligent,
0: and he likes to brag about it, and he makes mistakes because of it. Mm-hmm. It's basically like if you gave uh, an intelligent teenager the powers of the Hulk, okay, just what, what would
1: happen? It just felt like Cho, and I don't know where we're going off on this champions, <laughs> but it felt like Cho, like it was almost like a different character, you know, from the Cho that I knew when he was, you know, buddy buddy with Bruce and you know, hanging out with Hercules. He just never felt right to me. You know, like the same character. Um, Once he became, you know, the totally awesome Hulk. So, um, do you think they keep Cho as the Hulk too? It seems like it. Because, I mean, they're going to do the whole World War.
0: And I'm hoping that might make Cho a more darker character. Not even maybe darker, but maybe... That's actually going on. ...the whole uh, World War. Well, I'm not reading it, (laughs) so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think it's going going on right now. I'm hoping that gives him a little bit more of an edge. Because when you think
1: Hulk you don't think playful and fun. Yeah. But now if he's not the only hulk, you could have that, you know, in the character. If you got the immortal hulk running guess, around wanting to kill himself every issue cuz that's pretty much what this feels like. Um, you know, I just
0: want to see Cho have a more a little bit more responsibility.
1: I haven't been reading, so I yeah. can't say that I fully know what they've been doing with him now, but he feels one-dimensional to me. Just, I mean, I don't know if that's just Wade's writings and the champions just in general, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm not reading the solo book. He just felt very one dimensional to me, um, which would, it, he was such a cool character with lots of potential to before. Um, so I was kind of disappointed with where they took him. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, um. I don't know if this was, a, this was a decent send-off book, but yeah, last issue was really the finale. This is more the epilogue to everything. If
0: anything, I'm still interested and
1: very excited for the next book, at least. Yes, and they did a good job setting that up, you know, where she's with, you know, the, uh, whatever, the challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, uh, God, I'm losing her name right now. Oh, Voyager? Voyager's name. She she wiped me of her name, <laughs> her memory. Uh, Voyager, yes. Uh, watching the screen to see what happens next and they kind of show all the new avengers and they kind of like tease you know story well, arcs totally too i feel like those are just
0: panels that they took from the future oh yeah television.
1: exactly because they do show the uh, avengers bc too but so i feel like those are going to be all big plot points that happens in the new avengers books. so that's cool you know i'm curious to see where they go with it you know they're not
0: going to tease me anymore with ghost Riders with robbie He's actually part of the team. Right? I know,
1: so that's okay. He's in the big. I'm ways. saying it's a good thing. He's in the big. They're actually going to
0: do something with this character for once. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, yeah. He Don't could get too be, excited, uh, my friend. He could just be a glorified side character. That's uh huh. Yeah. It could be Namor with the fucking uh, X Men Red, where he's only been in like two issues. Uh-huh. And, uh
1: huh. Now there's only three issues of that book. He'll show up. But, but even why? in the three but issues, why? I was there. I agree. I agree. <laughs> So we'll see. Hi, I'm Nick from the Nick Events Podcast. I want to let you know about a new podcast I'm launching next month. It's called the St. Paul Filmcast, where each week me and my co-host Dan will pick one classical film to review. We'll also be discussing new films, modern films, new releases, and other aspects film-related. You'll find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can already find our podcast on Twitter, at St. Paul Filmcast, and Instagram. I hope you give us a listen. Thank you very much. Main event time. Avengers.
0: Spoilers again.
1: Yes. This is the third <laughs> time we've warned you. Spoilers. Yes. If you haven't seen this movie... What's wrong with you? Yes. One, what the hell's <laughs> wrong with you? Two, do yourselves a favor. Go to the theater now and watch this fucking movie. Oh,
0: I saw it in IMAX and I suggested
1: seeing it in IMAX. It was actually all shot on an IMAX mm-hmm. camera too. So it's definitely worth seeing it in IMAX. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. It was perfect. Okay. Like uh, compared to
0: Black Panther <coughs> where you could see some kind of technical errors there. This mm-hmm. was just like they worked on. It. It was flawless. Wow.
1: Okay. Well, let's hold on. (laughs) Before we start, uh, let's go ahead into Avengers Infinity War. All right. So what is this movie about? Let's see if this blurb does any justice. (laughs) Because I don't um, see how you could sum up this movie It's in three a tiny seconds. blurb I tell <laughs> yes. you that.
0: Um, The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe See, that should say half of
1: the universe Well, yeah Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not that the blurb guy knew yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't tell him major plot points no. Um, all right, so initial thoughts, my friend. I am surprised
0: how far they are willing to take this. I was really, um, impressed by it. like this is pretty much comic book thrown to screen, yes, and And darker
1: and darker, yes, <laughs> so, darker than what they did, um, in the original Infinity Gauntlet. So, um, I agree. Although you were calling that there was going to be a lot of death, so I mean, we we both were calling that there's going to be death, but you felt like they were going to go farther than I thought. So, um, and they did, Mm. (laughs) they did. Um, yes, I was really, really surprised and really, really happy with the direction they went with this film. So there was a point in the movie towards the end where I thought maybe they were going to wrap it up a little too quickly with a nice little bow. Um, this is probably the Thor, Okay. you know scene um not to go into too much detail but uh i was kind of like ah. mm-hmm. you know it's like okay
0: it was very much a possibility yes
1: exactly and it, you know another movie would have done that so but they did not do that at all <laughs> um you know the moment where uh thanos is basically like you know i you know you should have aimed at the head yeah great moment finger snap it's, yes it was they even did the snap of the fingers you know which is totally in the book i love that moment um yeah like i said like uh, last episode <laughs> we apologize because we spoiled a lot of stuff unknowingly <laughs> yes not on purpose <laughs> not on purpose and you would have spoiled it for yourself if you would have picked up infinity gauntlet mm. honestly so but yeah they really did a great job like staying kind of true to what happens in that book um you know, they went a lot further than I thought they would be willing to go. I mean, they basically just shit all over the summer for a bunch of kids. Because mm. I've, like, I've heard kids talking about going to see this movie, and I almost want to like warn them, like, dear God, do not go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me at work would this be something okay
0: if um, a parent, one of the, like parents, wanted to take their kids to this movie? I said probably not.
1: No, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So overall, your thoughts though of the movie.
0: I thought movie wise. Yes, movie-wise. this was really good, but just, it was more of a reward for those that were fans. Yes. I feel than it would be for someone to just walk into this.
1: Yeah, I don't think you would get the same feeling out of it, like if you mm. hadn't seen. As many of the, you know, Marvel. And at this point, everyone's seen those movies. Yes. But, like, it definitely was more reward for, like, the last 10 years. You know, 18 films, you know, however many there was, um, you know, to get to this point. Mm. So, um, I felt like they did a really great job. You know, execution was on point, you know, with just juggling the amount of characters. To manage that many characters is amazing. Like, I was impressed with Civil War. I mean, this was insane. You know, I mean, the pacing was really well done. I did feel like there's a little lag here and there, like it, like in an hour, you know. I was like, oh my God, we've got a lot of movie left. But it wasn't because what was on the screen wasn't entertaining. Like, I enjoyed everything that was yeah. happening. I'm just like, this is a long movie. There's a lot going on here. Um, but I felt like it was w- really just well done the way they edited it, you know, and what scenes they chose. Um, to like jump to like the transitions worked well mm-hmm. um nothing was too jarring um but yeah no i mean just just very well done i mean the russo brothers just know how to do mega movies with this yeah, many apparently characters. so um i don't think we've seen
0: many films at this grand of a scale yeah no
1: i can't even i mean with you know how many movies you know all kind of like colliding together mm-hmm. And telling, like, a story that, you know, makes sense at all, (laughs) Um, pretty impressive. Mm,
0: I, I mean, this continues each and every character's arc. Yes. It's not like it's just, oh, we have all these characters to use, let's just use them. It's this, they paid attention to where they were coming from before. Did
1: any characters feel like they're being misrepresented to you? Like, they weren't themselves? Um... Because if you think about that, there's all those movies have their own distinctive style mm-hmm. and tone. So to merge all that in one film, it I mean, it could go wrong very easily. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I mean, the only character I felt that didn't really get the moments that I would like from them was Captain America. Yeah, I could see that. They didn't me, spend too much yeah. time with Cap. He has this moment where he shows up for to save Scarlet Witch and Vision. That's fine, but I was looking more for him to have like this kind of like rallying speech or something, something that felt a little bit more Captain America to me. Okay. And this just felt like I'm, you know, I've been kind of screwed by everything I love. That's. But
1: we're gonna fight this out. We're yeah, be the I mean, heroes. he had those few moments where he was like, you know, we don't trade lives, and you know, everything yeah. was a, which was a total like parallel for like him to like Thanos, where you know Thanos is saying, you know, we got to wipe out half of everyone, mm-hmm. you know, to save lives, and you know, Cap saying we don't trade lives, you know, we don't leave anyone behind, um, you know. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I thought that that was dynamic.
0: more for, uh, right, for Vision at the time.
1: Yeah, but he says it. He says it twice actually both with, is it both for Vision? He says in the beginning when he's first, you know, brought onto the scene and then at the end of the movie, he also says it. So actually Vision Vision says says it it to him. him. Yes. Um, You know, which I feel like is definitely going to come and play in the fourth film, but we'll get there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, that one moment though, where they're leading the charge in Wakanda and they're just, you know, Go and they decide to like let a little hole of the whole force mm. field, you know, open up so all the aliens. Are, is it Chitauri? I believe those are or Chitauri. I'm not 100 right? because
0: they didn't look like it to me. Okay, but yeah, they, they they could totally say yeah, it was Chitauri, whatever. Yeah,
1: um, you know, all those creatures through, and they're like just charging, and then all of a sudden you see like Captain America and Black Panther. Oh, yeah, that was racing up. That was up great. At, That was chills, man. I just had <laughs> chills right off the bat. I thought Crowd that was, was a, screaming. Oh, that was a fantastic <laughs> moment. Um yeah, but he definitely it was more about his actions than what he said in this mm. movie. I liked the whole like Secret Avenger thing though, basically going on, you know, where you've got like Black Widow and Falcon and everything, they're kind of like mm. hiding from the from the government and everything, but you know, you could tell that they've been working together this entire time. I thought that was pretty cool. Um but yeah. Um any other characters though, you felt like were a little off? Off? No, I mean, I
0: felt like each character was represented in the way that they should have been. Yeah. Was there a character that you saw No, no,
1: off? not really, you know, because that was my big concern, though, like going into this, because you're really, I mean, what an undertaking to have all these different movies, different tones, and try to be together in one movie, you know, because I mean... Like Guardians has just been James Gunn's voice, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, I mean, Captain America has been the Russos, so that really wasn't going to be an issue. But like, you know, Spider-Man was off in his own movie, you know, I mean, it just felt like it could have been a serious issue, but it really was. They say
0: that, I mean, there was rumors that, um, from what I've heard, that uh, James Gunn actually wrote most of the lines for Peter to say. Really?
1: Really? Okay. Okay, that makes sense because you would think that they would have, you know, the creators of, you know, mm. some of these franchises to be like working. I mean, that's how Anna I would scripts. do it. I would yeah. have them all, or at least, of you know, merging. yeah, right. At least, you know, sit there and be, you know, someone that you would talk to and go to. At least get notes. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, the Guardians were great in this movie. I mean, they had some of the best moments. Mm. Um, Thanos, though, I feel like he stole the show. I really thought this was his movie. Mm. You know, I was really happy with the amount of time that they spent with him. Um, I wasn't expecting that, you know, and that was a concern I had. But, you know, if the movie did end, you know, here, I would have been okay with what they did with the character. Um, and they really changed, you know, his origin. Um, you know, found us in the book, you know. Yes, he wants to wipe out half mm-hmm. the universe, but it's to honor death. You know, he's, you know, he's very nihilistic.
0: Yeah, but they couldn't really play around with No, him. I
1: understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I feel like they actually did a better job than the comics. I I cared more about the character in the movie than mm-hmm. I do in the comic. Um, you know, I liked the whole, you know, like, the, the, this sounds sick, but <laughs> the whole fact that, you know, he he you know, tried to save his, you know, Titan, basically his planet, you know, by offering the suggestion of you were going to have to, you know, kill half the population. But instead, you know, he watched, you know, everyone die, you know, so now he's on this mission. It made sense, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, you know, not that, you know, genocide (laughs) ever makes sense, but you could see where he was going, you Mm -hmm. know, in a very Magneto kind of way. Um, The why, you know, behind him. So I, I really enjoyed, you know, I mean, everything with him and Gamora, I thought that was great. You know, I wasn't um, expecting that, you know. The moment that
0: he has where it's near the end and he uh, sees Gamora as a girl again after mm-hmm. he snapped his fingers. So uh, for a moment there, I thought maybe that's Lady Death. For like a second. But I was like, they, there's no there's no explanation, there would be no reasoning.
1: No, and I think it wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was fine with the way that they had the that was Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I was just like... Um, I loved everything. I can't remember the planet they go on, they go to, when he's trying to get... Is it the Soul Stone? He's trying to uh, find... Oh,
0: I have no idea. I yeah, fra- it was... but I love
1: that moment where, you know, he has to sacrifice something. Mm. And Gamora was
0: being a little dumb at that point, but...
1: Well, I think in her mind, though, growing up with the man, she just felt like, you know, she, he must hate me. You know, he doesn't love me. You know, there's no way. And to see that, you know, in her eyes and that realization where they like he turns around, and he's got the single tear, you know, mm-hmm. and she starts laughing, Um, you know, just a fantastic moment. I mean, Roland really, really brought his A game. So um and then also having the surprise of Red Skull being there. Yes, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a cool moment. I was not expecting that.
0: Uh, Do you think if they fix everything in the universe, that's some kind of way for Red Skull to come back?
1: If they want to bring him back, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's an easy way, right? Um, I liked the... It's a different actor doing the portrayal. Yeah. So, I mean, I liked what he did. Uh, I mean, it
0: seems spot on, so... Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it'd be a very simple fix to bring him back. So, and it'd be a cool arc for, you know you know, Captain America, if he's still around after these movies mm. to have. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, and anytime, like I said, with the Cosmic Cube, anything's up for grabs, even though I know technically it's not the Cosmic Cube here. Um, but yeah, anything, it's Essentially the same, same thing, right? Um, same <laughs> gimmick. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool and just a well-kept secret once mm. again. You know, so much of this movie I didn't see coming. You know, from like the opening scenes on, like, you know, you didn't know where they were going because they didn't show you that much in the trailers, you know. And like Fakey, like literally just lied left and right <laughs> during all the interviews, which I'm fine with. You mm. know, I saw some people kind of like bitching about it, but I'd rather be lied to. I don't need to know everything going into a yeah, movie, it's... you know. I mean, like, it's fun to be surprised at the film, you know. I don't need to see every major plot point in a trailer. Mm, you know i don't want that um that makes me avoid trailers honestly half the time so i mean these movies at this point sell themselves Yeah, you know, there's always people that
0: want to see and know everything that's I just am. kind of their person um one of the characters actually stood out for me was thor i loved what like his whole moment where he shows up on wakanda and he just is this powerful badass out of nowhere mm-hmm. like i haven't seen that kind of thor in any of these films i feel Um, Thor Ragnarok, we got it at the end. At the end, yeah. But I think this is like the first time I've really seen
1: Thor unleashed. You know? Yeah, that was awesome. What's the name of his his new hammer? Warbringer. Um, No, um, Storm Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker.
0: Stormbreaker, Yeah. Yeah. Stormbreaker.
1: Um, Yeah. And I loved everything too, like leading mm -hmm. to him getting that hammer and everything. I like the pairing of him and Rocket or Rabbit, as he kept on referring to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um I thought the him and the Guardians were like the perfect match, you know, especially coming off of Ragnarok. Oh yeah, and all the moments between Peter and him were amazing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um yeah. No, I mean I really felt like all of you know the characters were spun on. You know, I felt like they really honored who those characters were. Mm-hmm. Um which my God, what a task. <laughs> so um what did you think of the Black Order? Um, for me, they were kind of
0: underutilized. I didn't like how um, Ebony goes thrown out of the ship, and you get the Wilhelm scream, and Mm -hmm. it was just like it was kind of a little too playful. They could have done. I felt like they could have used them more.
1: They definitely didn't do them justice. Yeah. Um. So they that was probably there's one thing I could really pick on. You know, like in the film, and if I was gonna nitpick, it'd be the Black blackboard.
0: They were the most
1: lacking element of the entire film. I mean, they were portrayed as powerful, but at the same time, they were just kind of a means to an end. Mm. You know, they were just there to be henchmen where they have a lot more character in the books. Now, once again, they're serving how many different characters, how many different voices. So I get why, you know, if you're going to cut anyone's lines or any like moments for anyone, it's going to be the Black Order. Um, they're more just kind of glorified, like, you know, eye candy, you know, for, for the film, you know, um really just glorified henchmen
0: yeah i mean the one that went after scarlet witch had the best moments out of all of them but mm-hmm. even then it was still a short very short part of the film yes yes
1: so um who do you think stole the show thor <laughs> thor
0: you feel like yeah. thor stole the show for me he stole the show um just like all his aspects of trying to um, make the hammer uh, I love the moment where you see giant Peter Dinklage. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Once I realized what was going on, I kind of put it together, but it's still <laughs> an awesome, awesome moment. What was um, the line he had where he was like, to the death, or if I die, and he's like, that's what death that's, means.
0: Yeah, like. That was amazing. Because uh, Thor's like, He's kind of being airheaded at this point. He's just like, I'm going to hold open this star, pretty much, and have it blast all its energy through me to go into the casting so that the metal can uh, melt. Ah. Uh-huh. Jesus. He had a whole star blasting at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, well, I'll survive. <laughs> what do you think about in. the way Thor got his eye back? Um, that was I didn't need his Do they just not either. want to keep the
1: patch on him? I guess. Think?
0: Not. Maybe it's...
1: Rocket basically just gives him an eye. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, funny for Rocket, but Yeah. I mean it was a cool moment, but it was kind of like, okay, well I guess they want they don't want to cover his pretty face, right? Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, cause there was, that was, that was kind of a thing. People were like, well, how come on some of the like, you know, products, you know, Thor has both eyes and others, you know, cause there's like some toys oh, okay. where Thor had both eyes and there's some like, you know, like just, you know, there's one know. yellow. Yeah. Some McDonald's, you know, stuff where, you know. Like he had, you know, one eye, and then I don't know, you know, the internet's just picking everything.
0: I feel mind, like they're so. not going to keep track with that later on. Like there's going to be some continuity problems with that. Like in the next movie, I can totally see them just having his regular eyes. Oh he yeah, have like the um, one. Was leader. it actually
1: yellow? Yellow? Yeah, though, I'm pretty did sure. It, it's did like it turn though after he had it in for a little bit?
0: Oh well, I mean, just I know when I was paying attention at the first, when he it was yellow, hit, okay. it was yellow. I didn't, I didn't notice that.
1: Anything? Else. I was just lost in his dreaminess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was glad he had a moment where he was actually like mourning because at first I was a little annoyed that he wasn't a little like once he, you know, crashes into the Guardian ship and everything, I felt like he kind of recovered really quickly for like losing his people and his brother and everything. Um, you know, but then when he's on the ship with Rocket, you kind of see him like, you yeah. know, you know, and Rocket says, okay, I guess I gotta be the captain now. <laughs> um. So everything with Thor and the Guardians Mm. was just gold. Um, I'm surprised you liked the Thor stuff though, because I felt like it was more in tone like of Ragnarok. It wasn't. It wasn't like there wasn't a
0: punchline though at, at the end of every moment. Yeah, and that's what took me out of Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, so that I actually I think maybe my anxiety, you know, kicked in over that because when he was yeah at first on the ship. You know, and he was, you know, let's go. We got to go here and here and here. I'm like, you're not even going to take a moment here. <laughs> you know, you seem a little like too quick to recover after. But that was that just happened. him. That was just the way he was trying
0: to cope with what the situation. Yeah, no, no. Like. And after
1: seeing that one moment on the ship mm. with Rocket, that makes sense. So um, I'm just glad he had that moment mm. where he was kind of reflecting. Though he should have aimed for the fucking head. He should have. Well, he learned his lesson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just had to get his last line in. <laughs> I told you I'd kill you. Uh Right. Um I don't I'm trying to think for me, who stole the show? I enjoyed Doctor Strange. I enjoyed all the stuff with uh him and Stark. Mm. Them kind of like trading like barbs back and forth between each other. You know, just two snarky guys with yeah. goatees going.
0: <laughs> what do you know what pissed me off the most? What was that? You got Chris Hemsworth. Not I mean, you got both um Captain America and Thor have this moment where they're like yo you stole my beard but they couldn't fucking have that between the Goatee brothers oh <laughs> okay man that's what pissed you off the most yes <laughs> why not
1: that was an awesome moment though haircut huh like <laughs> you stole my beard yeah
0: it's, it's fine but it's it was more notorious to have Tony Starr bring it up uh yeah and try to give him a high five that would have been a funny moment that right? would feel been like a funny they
1: missed up one. Well, maybe they'll have it later on there's still more movie but we'll see who survives the next one right come on man <laughs> <laughs>
0: really <laughs>
1: what was your favorite team up moment
0: uh it would have to have been um, rocket and uh, Thor no uh, rocket and Oh, with soldier? soldier? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: As brief as it was. Yeah, yes, that was awesome though, right? That was a though, fun right? moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it was perfect for Rocket as well. It was just two characters you would never think about, like, mm. even interacting. That was an awesome moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was probably on my, list. I love the moment between Akoi and Scarlet Witch. You know, and they, it wasn't even between them really. Where She's like, why was she up there the entire time uh-huh. when she comes? I like that we got Scarlet Witch kind of unleashed in this movie. You know, she comes to the battlefield and she just right away starts raising hell.
0: Doesn't she lift one of the major ships outside? Yeah,
1: like she's, I mean, <laughs> her powers are really unleashed on this. I don't know. Because I'm trying to think, did she seem that powerful in Ultron? No. And not so much like in She a was powerful,
0: war. but she was not like flipping shit. And this
1: is two years after Civil War. They made sure to tell us that right away. Mm-hmm. Which totally destroys whatever Spider-Man said because uh, yeah. it was eight years. So this is they're they saying laughing it's about six it in years. Interview
0: where they were like eight years? That's totally not correct.
1: Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense how they would make that mistake. But you know it's not like Faki wasn't overseeing that movie. I uh, wish I they just stopped time stamping things. Because yeah. Guardians too we're seeing them what like four years after part two, for three years. There's a time jump that happens.
0: Yeah, but you don't... Do they ever really make sure
1: you know what time Yes, it is in the- Gunn does. Gunn, like, timestamps both of those movies. <sighs> whatever. It's like, why are you doing this? That's like Comic Book 101. Don't timestamp anything. Just say past, present, yes, future. Yes, exactly. Uh, but whatever. It is what it is. So technically, if it's two years and we're going down this rabbit hole. If that's 2 years after Civil War, um Homecoming took place right after Civil War. Right? Yeah. So then it's 2 years after Homecoming. So then Peter would be a senior. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, you lost two years of his, like, you know, movie time, unless they do the whole, because we, I really wanted to see Peter in high school, and I mean, they could still, he could be a senior for, you know, the next three movies, I guess. It just feels like you wasted, you know, so much story there. I guess. I hate timestamping. Don't timestamp. They can easily say,
0: no, because that would be terrible if they go back before Infinity War. Um, Yeah. I told you, I was going down this rabbit hole, man. <laughs> I mean, they can play around with <laughs> him being in college too. I mean, you could.
1: Do you I really? Want to you, see you don't in
0: need yet, though. You could do one more in high school, and then you can move on. No, you got to
1: give me two. You got to at least give me two.
0: No, I'm saying one more. That would
1: be two high school films.
0: You want? No, I'm you saying want, no. You want I want two trilogy? more.
1: I want a trilogy of high school. Like Maybe homecoming. He What's another high school like thing that happens? Like prom or oh, something? Yeah. Or, but that's a senior year. I don't know. Then. Like, well, I, like the, the third one's got to be graduation, right? Right? <sighs> Not that I have any kind of say or, or booking power here. And we're sure that he was a sophomore, though. I felt school. like he was a sophomore. Could I could be wrong. Maybe he was a freshman. a freshman. Maybe he was a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> No. Sony doesn't care. No, they don't. <laughs> Apparently, eight years and <laughs> mess that shit up. I don't know, because right, you remember, like right after that, everyone's like, "Wait a second. Yeah, we trying to all do the math, like, yeah. The... Um, don't timestamp anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so do you feel like they did enough with Wakanda?
0: Yeah, I was fine with Wakanda. I didn't see them having to be Do you there feel like Panther had, had enough moments? Um he was very lacking, but at the same time I didn't need too much of him mm-hmm. in this one. Especially since we just went off of a film of his. Yeah. Um I I mean Oko- Okoye. Okoye. Okoye?
1: I can never say her name. It's okay. Had great moments. Uh, i sure he had... I felt like she had more moments than Panther did, right? Yeah. She might have had more dialogue than Panther, which was interesting. I mean, he had some big moments, don't get me wrong, especially in the battle. But it was mostly, like, action-driven. Yeah, he was more
0: action than he was speaking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, so. I didn't have a problem with I didn't feel... There's a lot of characters to serve.
1: I know. I, like, I felt more about Captain America than I did about him at that point. You know... Once where I kind of started realizing that this was not going to be regardless what fuck he said, you know, that this was like a standalone story um, was when we hadn't seen Steve and Tony interact at all. Oh, okay. I think we got into the third act and we were like deep and I was like, OK, no, this is there's no way that, you know, one that we're going to lose either of them, mm. you know, and two that this is like, you know, a standalone story. There's got to be a, a sequel to this. Because it just felt like, especially in the beginning, the way they started with Tony pulling out the phone to, you know, call Cap um, and then not doing it. It just felt like, all right, no. It would have been such a missed opportunity. You know, I just, I just didn't feel like we could lose one of them without those two, you know, having a moment together. Mm. So, um, were you surprised that neither of them died? In this? Um. Because we were both calling. I mean, yeah. we were both I was saying...
0: expecting one or the other. Yes. At least. by the When I was watching it, by the time we got to the end, especially after the snap, I was expecting at least either of them to dissolve, but mm-hmm. neither of them did. So I was like, okay, so they're both going to be leading the charge in the next film. I guess my more my hopes were, was that we were going to get kind of a, like a fresh team trying to figure this out in the next film mm-hmm. but i can totally marketing wise uh, storytelling wise i completely
1: understand why the people that are alive are alive mm-hmm. and why they're going to be leading the charge in the next film well especially since they're saying phase four is going to be like a completely like new look for mm-hmm. the mcu it makes sense to like bookend it with the people that's left you yeah. know um you know basically the original avengers yeah. Yeah, I guess my ideas were more of this was like a transition piece rather than a mm-hmm. ending of their storyline. And but they did is... a really good job of making you think that, mm-hmm. too. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I didn't think they would go as far as they did was because, one, they were there saying that it was going to be a standalone <laughs> film. Um, two, that the fact that they said, oh, no, it's not going to be called Infinity War 2 because it was originally announced, the fourth film, as Infinity War 2. Um, and re- they must have realized at some point, why would we give that away? Why would we spoil, you know, the ending of the third film? You know, because if you know that it's going to be a two-part movie, you kind of know, okay, mm-hmm. well, this, you know, Thanos is obviously going to live. You know, they're totally going to be, you know, still fighting this battle. So why not keep that a secret? And I I, I'm, I applaud them for doing that, you know, because I felt like it added so much to like, just the whole movie-going experience because I didn't see where they were going you know I felt like it was pretty unpredictable Um, you know even though we read the book and Mm. (laughs) a lot of what you know happened was in the book you know not the same way in a very MCU way but I mean you had Thanos you know wiping out half of the Marvel Universe with a snap Um, so I I applaud them because that is just a dark ending Mm. Um, what was your favorite moment overall in this movie. What was yours? Well, I'm breaking my mind <laughs> Stalling, huh? Um, and this is dark, but my favorite moment was Peter Parker uh, turning to dust. That whole moment when he like grabs on to Tony and it's like, no, don't let it, you know, like basically begging him to not let it happen, mm. um, knowing that he's about to, you know, dissolve. My God, that is a fucking dark, dark moment. Well acted. I mean, it got to be in the theaters. I'm not going to lie. You know, that was, I mean, the audience after this movie, you know, like end credits roll was dead silent. You know, like it felt like I was walking out of like a funeral. Hmm. Like it felt like, I mean, no one was saying anything. (laughs) So I think it caught a lot of people.
0: I mean, my surprise.
1: My favorite sequence was Thanos
0: going after the final stone where he's like, everything's in slow motion. Um, Scarlet witch is trying to break the uh, mind gem inside of um, vision's head. And you just kind of have this whole sequence where she's like struggling with it while he's also taking out each Avenger at a time.
1: Yeah. And they even did the whole backhand slap to cap. Which I thought was badass. And I was like, is he dead? Because like, that's basically what happens in the book. Is he does this like, you know, kind of almost like whatever, you know. Yeah, I couldn't tell if people
0: were dying in that scene or were just getting I hurt think really they, bad. I, I thought they were,
1: you know. But well, apparently he gets
0: up later, I'm like, oh, because yeah, he gets weren't. crushed inside the thing. I was like, oh, is he dead? Yeah. But no.
1: No, he's okay. So, um, yeah, that was good. And that was before, yeah. Yeah, that would have to be. So he must have survived that regardless. It wasn't the time stone, whatever, no. um, you know, resetting anything. So, because I really did feel like, okay, yeah, people are dying here. He's just killing people left and right, you know, even though, you know, there's no blood or anything, mm. you know, be a very MCU death. But yeah, you know, especially when they reference that whole, you know, you know, bitch slap. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Um, yeah, I, what did you think about when, Cause basically everything's set off by Peter, um, by Star Lord. Yeah. That was well,
0: I mean. I was frustrated because <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'm like at the edge of my seat. Peter's got the, um,
1: they're right. on Titan and they basically set a plan together hmm. to get the gauntlet off of Thanos's hand. And Spider Man gets it off of his hand and he gets it. Yeah. They're like prying it off. And then, you know, he finds out what happened to Gamora you know that you know Thanos you know sacrificed Gamora to get the uh soul stone so and then Peter just can't hold it together for <laughs> just a couple just more just a seconds. couple more seconds just a couple more seconds um i liked them i i liked the moment but yeah it's frustrating mm. as all hell because you know you're in the moment too you're like come on man come on hold it together what did you but think? it makes i felt like it made sense for the character oh, yeah. You know, I felt like he's raw emotion anyway. Mm. There's no way, you know, he would be able to control himself in that moment.
0: Now, with Thanos' power, his natural power, how did you feel it was represented in this film? I, I forgot to mention that earlier when we were talking about it. You mean it. like
1: like when he takes out the Hulk?
0: Like when he's just fighting on his own. Like, yeah, he takes off the Hulk really easily. But then later on, he's struggling against these, like,
1: smaller teams and weaker opponents. Um, well, he's going up against a lot of them at that point, though. Yes, You're talking it, about, well, I'm trying to think of a scene where he's struggling against anyone. You're talking about on on Titan. Well, let's use that as an example. On Titan, yes. He's he's struggling against all of them, which it
0: makes sense as a dynamic that's a different way of fighting. And there's
1: strategy involved in everything. So it made sense. Mantis, you know, kind of, you know, putting him in the whole mind warp thing. And so... Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's not like they succeeded. So I was okay with that because um, it was all about catching him off guard. So that was okay because it wasn't like, you know, toe to toe or anything. Um, so what, well, here's the thing. What about the fact that like he could have killed Thor? You know, but he didn't. Like he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't, but I feel like, I feel like he just wasn't like, he's not, he's not the comic book version where he's just hmm. killing people to kill people. You know, like if he has to kill someone, he kills them. But otherwise, it is what it is. Um, you know, he just moves on. Like he obviously didn't feel Thor was any kind of threat. Was whatsoever. it to
0: Thor? Was he he the one that he says "I like you," and that's when he leaves? Or is that was that to Tony?
1: No, that was to Peter. To Peter. That was Peter. Oh, yeah. Yes. When
0: he's uh, when he shoots Gamora. Yes,
1: but he's basically like coaching him the entire mm. time. You know. I loved all the visual references to the Infinity and Gauntlet too. Um, The bubbles is totally in the book. Um, When he turns Drax into ribbon and stuff and like cubes and that, that's Mm. all from straight from Starlin's book, you know? So I thought that was really cool that they went that route, Um, you know, and everything I felt like held up visually to me. Um, I didn't, like you know, because sometimes with these movies, with the action, you know, they do the close up where you can't really tell what's going on, mm. and then you might get some coverage, you know, here and there. But like I felt like they did a really good job with the action, where you could tell where every what was going on oh, yeah. what was happening.
0: Oh, I trust me, I hate um, like the way Taken was shot, or mm-hmm. the way the action sequences are just this the uh, it was, shaking um, the
1: entire time. Guy Ritchie
0: does that a lot.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: I it totally, just means that your actors aren't prepared for a fight or don't have good stunt choreography. Yeah. And it's just
1: yeah, to make no, it look more it definitely, exciting.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely distracts me from the movie when that no, happens. This so. was all clear. You saw, you knew what was going on. Even with how hectic
1: and crazy as these battles were, you knew exactly what was happening at all times. Exactly. Cause it, and it was happening a million miles an hour. Really? And they still, like, you could tell what was happening. So... Um, I felt like the CGI all held up. There was a few moments maybe with Thanos where it was like eh, a little shaky, but overall I felt everything worked on screen. Um, there was no like Black Panther moment where I yeah. was like, eh, what happened there? Like you ran out of money or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I What what did you... How about the use of the Hulk?
0: Um, I mean, it was fine. Like for me, I it didn't bother me that the Hulk couldn't come out later on, but it was just kind of, it was the, the
1: way that he was used more as a joke throughout it It was just like, eh, he was definitely used as like a comedic, like, you mm-hmm. know, point of the story. That's just like, I didn't, didn't really yeah, didn't do vehicle. much for me at the time. Yeah. I feel like they're going to set up kind of like, Hulk and Banner coming to terms mm. you know with this movie but definitely part
0: of his story yes. line, so that's and fine. it makes
1: sense because they did say like this is a three you know story arc for mm. um three part story arc for um Bruce and I definitely think it sets up a huge moment for the
0: Hulk to show up in the next film and have this huge battle with yeah. them so. and I'm wondering do we get a different
1: version of the Hulk out of this you know are they going to come to terms in the Marvel Universe you know in the comics you always get these different variations of the Hulk um, there is a version of a Hulk that is like very Banner mm-hmm. and very like, you know, Hulk at the same time, like a super intelligent Hulk, um, you know, with Banner's mind, but like, you know, Hulk strength. Um, so I'm wondering if they would go that route, you know, because it feels like those two have to like come to terms together, um, you know, and kind of just, you know, come to the realization of what they are and deal with that. Um, so I'm wondering if that's where the arc is going.
0: I don't need to see them be exactly like I don't. I don't want to see that Hulk with Banner's intelligence, but I I'm fine with their, like friends. <laughs> you know, if they like at least a little they have shumming. a
1: mutual understanding of each other. I wouldn't mind seeing like you know him retain like some of Banner's like consciousness, where like Banner kind of shows through a little more, you know, um, while the Hulk. Because Banner, I mean, God, Ruffalo is just hilarious. You know, as Banner. I really enjoyed, you know, his portrayal of Banner. But, you know, I could see why, if you're a Hulk fan, it'd be a little (laughs) off-putting. You know, you're going to this movie, and once again, that's, you know, the marketing. They totally have Hulk, you know, in that whole, like, Wakanda scene, running with the team. He's not there, though. You know, I mean, Mm. it's brilliant. That's great, marketing Because it would have been a huge, you know, like, spoiler. that Everyone would have been speculating, why is Hulk not here? Is it
0: replaced with the um, iron? uh, I don't know. I haven't seen, like, the... We'd have to do, like, a... Yeah, I'm sure it was.
1: I'm sure they just kind of superimposed Hulk on top of that. um, You know, or just replaced it. You know, (laughs) so... Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, clever on their part. I mean, you keep
0: the same motion, you just put the different skin
1: on. Uh Uh-huh. And I, what did you think? Because he just gets the suit out of nowhere, too, right? Yeah. That that, was weird, right? That was
0: weird. I was like, did Tony give them access to, uh, to his gear from nowhere? (laughs) Because this would have to be a different Hulkbuster suit, right, too? He he would have to have fixed it by then.
1: I would guess, yeah. Although it did feel like it was kind of, like, broken down a little, right? Yeah. Like, it didn't look, like, you know, brand new by any means. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. it was a, It's an interesting choice that they're making with the Hulk. Um, you know, we'll see where it leads, really. So, speaking of which, where do you think they go with Avengers 4? Um, and I know we haven't really recapped any of the movie, <laughs> we're just kind of talking moments. I'm feeling like, if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie. Yes. Um, you know, and I don't think we could possibly do justice with a summary of this movie, uh, but basically, half of the Marvel heroes have been wiped out. We're left with, you know, Thanos with the gauntlet, you know, all the stones. You know, he did his snap. He wiped out half the universe. You know, so it's not just half the heroes; it's half the universe. What's
0: interesting about that moment is that his gauntlet is very distorted and messed up at that point. Mm-hmm. After he does the snap, okay. I wonder how they're the how they're going. If that
1: it's going to be a big point in the next film or not. And it seems like, too, when he has his next moment, he's. I feel like he's in the Soul Stone. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, right. with, with, when he's visiting Gamora. Mm. Um, so, yeah. No, and then, like I said, I mean, where do you think we're going? Where You know, because we're left kind of feeling hopeless. Mm. You know, we've lost all our favorite heroes. You know, we have the original Avengers. We have Rhodey. We have Rocket, you know. Brody,
0: I'm, Rocket, um, Iron Man. We have Captain America. Yeah. So the original
1: Avengers. Yeah. And then, yeah, but like, you yeah, know, side character wise, you know. Small. Is there any Guardians besides Rocket? Is it no, just Rocket? It's just Rocket. Just Rocket. So we definitely have like a ragtag group, you know, and the Avengers. I don't know, besides Gamora. You've got ok- Okoye. Yeah, sorry we don't know if survived, you know. Yeah, we're assuming, see. you know, hoping. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, yeah. Um, um what was Nebula is with Tony.
0: I don't know if um any of the characters that didn't die from the snap will be
1: coming back. I don't know if they I could definitely see them honoring those deaths. Mm. Like if they died before, you know, he had the full gauntlet. You know, before the snap, you know, like Loki. Um that's another part You're we didn't more, even talk uh, about. We didn't talk about Loki. How what did you feel about Loki's death? We both kinda of saw that, right? I think we yeah. called that right off the bat. I mean, but it wasn't it could have been
0: a little bit more emotionally charged, I felt. Like like the way he went to attack Thanos, anyone could telegraph what he was about to do? The way he like he walks up to him, he bows, he pauses and looks at his brother, then looks back at Thanos.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he's not very good at it. Was that after you know? I we have a Hulk. Yes. That moment, I like that line though. He'd already,
0: yeah, he'd already backstabbed him beforehand. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. He's Loki though. Do you feel like he's really dead though? Can you ever really kill a god? It was brutal. It was brutal. Snapped his neck. And I love, I love that they stayed on his face. You know, I thought that w- was a really nice touch. It made <laughs> it feel final. I mean, as sick and twisted
0: as that is. Um, I mean, even Thor was like, he might be dead, he might not be dead.
1: Yes. We'll find out. He's Loki. Um, but um, what's his buddy? His best friend. from With the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, sword. um.
0: Th- 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 Thalmer? No. Th- H. H-, H- ha- Heim Heimdall right? <laughs> yes. Heimdall. I think
1: maybe. Yes. I'm pretty sure <laughs>
0: I'm thinking of Thalmer. He'll a, always
1: be Stringer Bell to me. So, <laughs> um, But yeah. I think he's dead. I don't think he's coming back. So um, Gamora we'll see. Because I feel like she's in the Soul Stone.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's just in that's the Soul Stone. And that's always a gimmick. That's always a gimmick right out. there.
1: At least from, from what I know as a comic book fan. Mm. <laughs> if you're in the Soul Stone you're safe. You know, I feel like there's always a way to get you out. So, um, so we've got this ragtag team, Mm. you know, I mean, the original Avengers, I guess you can't call them a ragtag team, but then you've got some other heroes left on the board. And then we know that Captain Marvel, Mm. you know, from, you know, the end credits scene is about to show up. Um, what do you think is going to be their approach to Thanos? I
0: think that they're going to try to have to hunt him and find the gauntlet and try to use it
1: for themselves. Okay. Um, so it's basically the same plan as before. Kind of, I mean, they weren't planning on using the stones. They were... Well, yeah. okay, I see what you're saying. It's like use it to bring everyone back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... Do you feel like, is that where we're going to get the big sacrifice? Because, I mean, we feel like all of these deaths are going to be reversed. You know, all the main deaths, mm. that, you know, all the people that we lost. Um, you know, Vision's yeah. death, too, was grueling. <laughs> Vision's death was nice. You know, like, seeing him turn, like, do you gray. Think,
0: do you think he's going to be officially dead? Because there is a gray version of Vision.
1: Yeah, but Vision, one. Without the stone. One, I mean... It depends on how far they, you know, if they do get the gauntlet and, you know, bring everyone back. I mean, I could see them. They're not going to just be like, well, I forgot Vision, you know. Mm. I feel like all the Avengers are safe. Now, if he is dead, he's an android. They can bring him back. Exactly. You know, so Vision's been off the board. We just read a book where Vision got like, you know, his skull opened up by Hulk, you know, and he's back by the end of the book pretty Mm -hmm. much. So. um, He should have used his mind scrambler on Thanos. He should have. Is
0: that a thing in the MCU? <laughs> I don't know. He can do it. Oh, wait. His phasing was damaged. Yes. Oh, they before. did cover that, right? Yeah. They did say that. Damn. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, um, I definitely think it'll be Captain Marvel helping lead the team to find
1: Thanos. Um, but they're, they're totally getting that Avenger Circle moment, though. Yeah. going to Hawkeye's not in this movie whatsoever. No. So, which, once again, they said, oh, he is a very special story in this movie. A very special journey, is what they kept on saying. Well, he's not in the fucking movie. So they lied <laughs> once again. <laughs> um, Ant-Man's not in this movie. So you're definitely, I feel like Ant-Man. No. And we've seen him, you know, in uh, on set photos in four. So we know that he shows up in part four. Um, um, they're using all this advertisement for him. Like, oh, where was he during... Uh huh.
0: Which right. is fun, is playful because you can always say maybe he was there. You yeah. Didn't see it.
1: <laughs> Do you think Wasp will be part of that group? uh I think Wasp's gonna be dead. Yeah. I we were discussing this off mic. I mm. feel like the end of Ant Man is gonna be basically a bunch of characters <laughs> turning to dust. You know, maybe at the end credit scene or whatever. But I feel like it's gonna go right into you know Infinity War Part Four. Mm so um you know we've got captain marvel in between there but that's a time story you know that's taking place in the past um so i yeah there's the rumor of the you know the use of you know um i think i just lost a word the use of of time travel so there's a rumor out there the use of time travel you know and this is just a bunch of nerds dissecting photos mm-hmm. you know set photos from part four i mean you do have a captain america in like the first avenger costume um you know looking a lot more clean cut than he did in infinity war um you do have um ant-man with tony stark and tony stark definitely looks different than what we've seen him in any other movies he got a lot of really bad highlights in his mm-hmm. hair and stuff like that so, um, you know, if time travel is part of the story, how would you feel? I think
0: I, I mean, first off, I'd hate it. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't like time travel. I'm not a fan of it. There's always going to be some type of mistake
1: or some type of... Something Something that just doesn't you, make sense. If you have a show like this, you'll dissect it and it'll drive you insane. Exactly. Like, wait a second, how would this work? Yeah. Um,
0: I think I'd like it a little bit more if both Cap and Tony were dead.
1: Because you mean, then you're yes. bringing
0: back... Um, them in a different state like you're bringing back younger um, steve rogers into this world you're bringing back um, a different
1: oh so like if you're saying like at the end of infinity war both of them were dead and Mm -hmm. they have to travel back in the past to bring them to the present to help fight this yes Okay, I see what you're saying. See, I like the fact that we're going to have those two, I feel like, you know, they're on a collision course, you know, and they're going to have to mend fences, mm-hmm. you know, to face, you know, Thanos now. I feel like that's going to be a big moment in this Well, movie. yes, but I'm just saying, if the with the time travel If elements, we had to deal with time yeah. travel, you'd rather have that be an aspect of it. I see what you're saying. Um, do you feel like, besides Captain Marvel, do you feel like we'll get introduced to any other new characters? Because um, they do say that, after avengers 4 it's going to be a whole new you know marvel universe not yet i think
0: Captain marvel will be the catalyst the start Mm -hmm. but i don't see her i don't see them shoving in a whole bunch of more characters that especially that they haven't announced that they haven't introduced in any other way maybe like as cameos maybe as a tiny
1: little like you see miles morales walk somewhere in the background somewhere. Does Miles suit up? Oh my God. <laughs> Pie in the sky, you know what I would love to see? I love Suri to uh, jump in one of those Black Panther suits. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Right? Wouldn't that be a badass idea? Because then once, you know, T'Challa comes back, she doesn't wear the suit mm. anymore. But it'd be such a great, like, tease, you know? And Do you give her the powers or do you just give her the suit? I don't know. I don't know where they because go. she could
0: make a suit that has the exactly the exactly maybe
1: because I think getting the powers would be a huge. Although she is next in line, mm. I believe. So I don't know if they go through the whole trials thing, but I mean, she would technically be next in line, I believe. If I'm understanding, you know, the whole lineage thing. Um, so it would make sense for her to be taking the mantle, um, and it'd be a really badass moment to see her show up in her own suit. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would love to see that, you know, I wouldn't mind them to in- introduce some new characters, you know, Miles would be really nice, you know, this would be your moment, but I don't know if you'd want to have two no, young Spider-Men running around.
0: You've got Homecoming 2 coming out yeah. literally three months after Unless
1: that. they decide to keep Peter dead, <laughs> you know, I don't think that's going to happen. That's <laughs> going to be interesting problem, too, so. because they're going to. They're gonna have to be advertising yeah. Homecoming too. I was thinking about While that earlier today. I was like, out. "This might." I mean, unless they,
0: unless they really like, don't show anything until after the movie. This is gonna kind of be bad marketing timing. Yeah, because it's supposed to come out in like July.
1: Yeah, so it's only a couple months. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, because yeah, this is slated for May, correct, mm-hmm. right? at right. the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Unless they... It is what it is. So, and like, if you don't know by this point that they're going to come back or you can't see that, you know. But that's just like when you're reading the fucking comics and they start
0: releasing the new issues. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. As long as they don't the shit spoil
1: out anything in the trailer, I'm okay with that. Like, because you get the solicitations, you know, okay, so-and-so is going to live. But, like, if you walked out of the theater thinking that Peter Parker is going to die, like, stay dead... Right? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's some, like, average Joe out Mm. there, audience member, who hasn't spent years reading comic books, who might be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, You know, but, you know, and hey, like I said, that moment did get to me. I mean, that was a major moment. My God. You know, he can fucking act, man. What's it? Tom Holland? Holland, yeah. Yeah, he can act. Because he had that moment, too, in Homecoming, where he's, like, trapped underneath the rubble and everything, and he's, like, having to, like, he's kind of, like, calling for help. Yeah, you know, that was just like totally like heartbreaking you realize, oh this is just a kid, you know, in a suit. It was like another great moment. It's like my god, they made a great casting choice with him, mm-hmm. you know. He is he is Peter Parker. Um it felt real. So, um but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um where do you see it going? I definitely feel like it's going to be the Avengers rallying the troops. Um, you know, I mean, they're all over the place right now, but I feel like you know, Tony will get back to Earth somehow. You know, they kept Nebula, you know, on the board for a reason. Um, I forgot about Nebula, yeah, she's part of it too. Mm -hmm. So, and she's definitely got you know, (laughs) you know, something coming for Thanos. So, I definitely feel like you know, she's I definitely like part of the uh, team and part of the mission.
0: I definitely like the line that Thanos gave where it's like, yeah, she nearly killed me while she was on the
1: ship, Mm -hmm. like, she was on there. Yeah, doing damage. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I thought that was a cool moment, too, like, how she escaped and everything like that and how he was, like, torturing her. Mm. Um, you know, it made you, like, remember, oh, yeah, this is a villain, you know? Because he wasn't, you know, even though he was doing awful things, you know, it's almost made you feel, I don't know, he felt, like, sympathetic at points. Mm. You know? so, um, yeah, so. I, yeah, I feel like the team will rally together. I feel like... Like I said, you're going to get that circle moment. You know, of the Avengers all together. You know, maybe like everyone else goes down, and it's just the Avengers standing against you know Thanos at the end. Um, and you know they're the two, they're the the team that you know finally defeats him somehow. I like, do you feel like you know you are going to have deaths still. You know mm. deaths that are real. You know I feel like you know how they've been kind of like. like I said before, I believe, you know, they have the the whole parallel between, you know, Thanos, you know, saying, you know, basically willing to sacrifice half the universe to save the other half of the universe. But then you have Captain America saying, you know, we leave no man behind. You know, we don't trade lives. Um, I feel like Cap is going to trade his life, you Mm -hmm. know, for this mission. So um, I definitely feel like Captain America is going to be a goner in this movie, you know maybe tony too um you know it it seems very obvious that you know the one scenario that dr strange saw when he was going through the millions of scenarios was you know tony somehow you know coming up with how to defeat him um but yeah yeah um i'm curious to see what happens with hawkeye Mm -hmm. we know that you know he's in the ronin costume Um, just from set photos. We know that he's rocking a mohawk (laughs) in this. I'm guessing what happens and what I joked about last episode is that he does lose his family, um, you know, to like kind of push him over that edge. So I feel like we're going to see an interesting take on Hawkeye, a different Hawkeye. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I'm excited
2: though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm really, and they announced that now that they, and I don't know if they're just holding on to this information until now, I'm sure they are, but basically they've got these movies like even booked out further than what we originally thought, you know, it's like up to like, I think they said like 20, 24 now, you know, they've got the new slate. They haven't announced. <laughs> Looking down
0: at what year it is right yes, now. <laughs> they don't,
1: they don't have, they haven't announced the titles or anything like no. that. But they kind of, you can see the schedule and everything.
0: I'd rather them have a significant plan that they know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I don't need things teased now at this point, Mm. you know. I kind of, I'm fine with them actually making those announcements after Avengers 4. Oh, yeah. You know, I think that'd be awesome. Give
0: me a new slate of like what's coming, you know. Yes,
1: Um, I think that'd be great. So, um, what would you rate this movie overall?
0: Um... You know, I, when I left the theater, I was at a four, but when I gave it more time to think about it and really like um, take in everything that came from this, because there was a lot, I mean, um, when I really started to think about it, I, it raised up to a 4.5. That is
1: probably exactly what I would give this movie. <laughs> um, I feel like I need to see it again. Because mm-hmm. I literally sat there with my jaw, like, on the floor the entire time. <laughs> just absorbing everything or trying to absorb everything. So, um, now that, you know, I've digested everything, I'd really like to see it again. To see if it's as good as I feel like it is. Mm. Um, yeah, probably four, four and a half. You know, four and a half stars. I would have to give it. It did not disappoint me. I can't think of a way that it let me down. So, and that's hard. That's hard to do. Mm -hmm. Because you think about the build-up, you know, 10 years in the making, 18 movies, um, to not disappoint, like any aspect of this film not to disappoint me. I mean, that's a huge Mm build-up. So, but, I walked out truly satisfied. And just, Amazed at the giant balls Marvel has to pull this off, (laughs) you know. Even though, like I said, we know that you know half most of these deaths are going to be reversed to let a you know moving going audience walk out of the theater with that being the last image that they see for a year, you know, until the next you know Avengers movie. It's pretty ballsy. I mean, you just had this major success in Black
0: Panther. Yeah. And then you have Black Panther go, oh, we don't die here, and then disappears. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. It's just like, that was, it's just so many heart-wrenching moments there. Yes. Right. My God, I forget about that.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I need to see the movie. <laughs> it might go up to five. I don't know. <laughs> um, where would you rank this amongst Marvel movies?
0: That's, I mean, that's a hard question. Because I feel like I do need to see this again.
1: Mm. You know, it's hard, too, because I don't know if this movie stands alone without the other movies. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know if I can rank it as high as I would, say, like a Black Panther, just because, you know. This is
0: clearly not a standalone film. No. And when people like ask me about this, I'm like, like, if you're not very familiar with everything this is definitely going to feel better once you've seen this and the next one. Yeah. It's not going to be just, like, see this
1: movie and... Like, I feel like you could see this movie and be entertained by it. But I feel like it'll mean a lot more to you if you've seen, you know, most of Marvel's catalog, you know? Um, Which they've done very good for themselves. So I feel like (laughs) the majority of people have seen a lot of the movies. But yeah, I feel like if you're not well-versed you know, in the Marvel films that, you know, it just won't go over as well.
0: I mean, I think the fact that the reason this isn't a five for me at the moment is because I know that this is only half of the story. And I know, I mean, and they could have done better with the Black Order. And that's about, that's about it.
1: Yeah, that's my only gripe is really the Black Order, you know. Um, You know, which I understand, though. I get it. I can rationalize that. Um, you know, and I feel like there's actually time for the Black Order. I feel like he could just snap his fingers and they'll be back, you know. And the Black Order and the books have come back from death, you know. So, you know, because they all do end up dead at the end of this, right? Um, the Black Order? Pretty much, right? I don't know if they really, sh- do they show everyone's death? Um, I think The so. one guy gets obliterated by the shield. I, I feel like two. Didn't, um, what's her name get a... Obliterated by the shield, too. I think they used the shield twice, maybe, right? So, or did Scarlet Witch get her? Something I see. I have to see the movie again, obviously. <laughs> Black Widow interrupts. There was so inside. much going on, my god. Um, but yeah, bravo. I mean, and we'll see where the story takes us. You know, hopefully, four really can hold up to this. Mm. So, um you know, will that hurt it if four just, you know, shits the bed? Mm, of course. You know, so yeah, because it is one story really, mm-hmm. you know, it being such a direct sequel, unless they go a completely different direction. I mean, it
0: was shot back to back. So, I mean, I'm hoping
1: that. I'll, it keeps... Yeah, because they're done. They're done, right? Mm-hmm. They're in, they're in post with this, which is crazy because it's a year out, but I mean, I'm sure they've got plenty to do. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm yeah, just excited but, to see what Captain Marvel's going to look like, to be honest. Because we haven't gotten anything besides like set photos, no, right? I want
0: to see what her powers are going to look like on screen. I, what a great way to really introduce her mm, to like the MCU back though. to back too. Because I mean, it's um, March, March, and then May. So yeah,
1: it's yeah. just
0: like Black Panther. Almost, it is. But, yeah, pretty. much. I think she's
1: going to have a much more prominent role in the next film. Me, I see. I would hope so. The way they set it up, too, that, you know, Nick Fury, mm. the one, once he realizes what's going on, you know, Captain Marvel's the character that he reaches out to. Yeah, right like, a, after all the situations they've been in, this is the, yeah. like, this is the end What if it, it just, like, opens up with, like, you know, a pile of dust and, like, a little beeper going off with the Captain Marvel? <laughs> she just, you know, she was, turned into dust. <laughs> I mean,
0: he wouldn't know. Where also. the hell
1: do you think she's been?
0: Honestly, I think the beepers
1: is a beeper to go back in time. So you think it's like a? You I, think that's the gimmick to start the whole time travel? For, you feel like yeah, because
0: I feel like she goes from the nineties mm-hmm. to this present time. I feel like she's not been there.
1: This that time. would make sense because we haven't seen her at all. No, you know, there's unless she's in space. To it, there's nothing. You know, but you would think that the guardians would have had some kind of interaction. You know, with her or know of her, and maybe they do. You know, maybe they set up where she's been on some, you know, deep space mission or something like that. But you would think that Nick would be, you know, once he's setting up this team of Avengers, you know, (laughs) you're trying to get her to join, right? So maybe, maybe you're right. I mean, Ultron's like brain almost destroyed the world. And Nick didn't bother grabbing the pager, right? Exactly. Because that's what it looks like. is pretty much a pager. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's cool, though. I, I, there's so many... Like, I mean, they could go any direction. That's what's great about the ending of this film. It's like, I don't really know where they're going. Mm-hmm. And everything we're going off of is like a few set photos that leaked out. And for all we know, those sneaky bastards, they might just be leaking out these things randomly anyway, <laughs> you know, oh. just to throw us off our se- You know, their scent. So, who knows at this point? I'm sure we'll talk about it many mm-hmm. episodes, but... You know, I mean, I like to look at Captain Marvel as a tie-in. <laughs> the but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really stoked for that movie though. Mm. You know, I really and I hope they knock it out of the park. That can't be a miss, especially if it's leading into, mm. you know, part four.
0: Do you? There are, I mean, not. There's more than rumors. They're more like they're like fully on talking about. Would you,
1: do you want to see a Black Widow film? Yes, I'd be okay with that. I, I want it to be a small movie. I want it to be like a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. But I I would definitely be on board for that, you know. Um and it could it could be like the Captain Marvel movie, it could take place in the past, I'd be okay. Oh yeah. That. I mean I feel like it would need to. Yeah. Or it, it could be like some kind of like espionage like, you know, secret mission that like shields, you know, even though they're technically, oh, I guess they are a thing in the show. Um, you know, like something that they send her on or something like that, mm. you know. And just have it like as a one shot kind of film. Like I don't want it to be a grand scale movie at all. You know, I want it to be a very standalone, very like you know spy, you know nore like kind of film. Why was Maria Hill with Nick Fury at that point? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with uh, Agents of Shield right now. So, I guess we'd have to catch up. Well, Maria, sure, he still, still be part of this. was with Tony Stark last we yeah. saw in Age of Ultron. She was somehow working with him, you know. She's still not for part a Stark, of Shield, but she's part of Stark Industries. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know exactly <laughs> why, but I mean, he's Nick Fury, so he does no. whatever the fuck he wants, right? You know, who knows what Nick Fury's been up to, right? Because yeah. last time we saw him was Age of Ultron, right? Yes. Because I don't think I don't think no can... Civil War. Did he show up in Civil War? Or no, he didn't show up in Civil War. Doesn't he... Because technically he's... Doesn't he die at the beginning of Civil War? No, that's um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, damn. But then we find out that he's not really dead with Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because he pops up the first season. Yeah, the Hawaiian shirt. Yes. So, um, yeah. yeah, We'll have to track that. Yes. <laughs> Let's see where he's at. Um, do, do you think now... And this, once again, is pie in the sky. If you wanted to take some of the TV heroes and introduce them to the MCU, this would be the time to do it. I'd love to see Luke Cage show up. Like he's one of the team that they have to assemble, you know, like Mm. just trying to, you know, go against Make the new Avengers. Right. Right? How fun would that be? You don't need to have Iron Fist though. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. How cool would that be? be if they wanted to use that, they could. You know, this would be a good time and place. It would make Probably sense. Probably no Danny disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Like he's fighting a dragon somewhere. Whatever. Oh, I meant like went to dust. How oh cool. yeah, maybe. Do you think and even if they don't show up in the Avengers, how do you think the T V side handles this? I don't I feel like they, they just don't ignore it? it. Like Jessica Jones pretty much annoyed like ignored the whole Avengers or Defenders, you know, story arc. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess they could just ignore it.
0: I think the only one that might even consider, like, putting anything to it
1: would be Daredevil. And, you know, those writers probably have no clue where they're going with it. There's no way that they would let them know. You can easily say the story was happening during this time. Yeah, or they'll just make some kind of, like, after 4 comes out, they can make some kind of, like, off-the-cuff, like, comment about, you know. Remember that time where everyone turned to dust, you know? Um, Or just, you know, everyone... Agents of
0: S.H.I.E.L.D. might... (laughs) Around with it well, they, they like to-
1: apparently made mention of a spaceship um, in New York City um, during one of their episodes just recently. And that was it. You know, like, oh, I can't watch the news. Like, have you seen that shit that's happening on the news? You know, there's a spaceship in New York City and like, you know, Quake is like, I can't, you know, I don't pay attention to the news. So they're dealing with their whole I need other- to catch back up. I do too cuz I actually enjoyed last season. I have no idea what's going on with this this past season, you know, but I heard it's decent. Mm. So, um but that'd be another I mean, I feel like if any show is going to like be involved with the Avengers, you know, or make the jump into like the MCU, it would really be Agents of Shield where you could have, you know, Coulson mm. or you know, oh, just Coulson show up in 4 that'd be cool. I don't know, though, that you've got to spend a decent amount of time explaining to the rest of the Avengers why he's alive. <laughs> you know? I don't think they know yet. No. But so. it'd be funny. It I mean, seems like such a missed opportunity, you know?
0: At least have some type of interaction between him and um, Captain America before Captain America dies. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: you think they're going to give that interaction to Coulson
0: before he dies? Well, not like right before you. Okay, I'm saying like you know, give him a moment. moment. Yes,
1: before they kill him in front of him. Um, (laughs) it would be especially since Colson's going to be in Captain Marvel. We Mm -hmm. know that. You know, I mean, it's obviously in the past, but it'd be nice to see him. You know, come back into the fold.
0: I feel like him and Quake would fit in this in the MCU.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they would make most sense. Mm -hmm. You know, could I see Daredevil? You know, will we finally get our alley scene, or you know, the battle? You know, just a brief glimpse of them. All you need, yeah, you know, that's all <laughs> you needed. Like literally three seconds, and everyone would have been satisfied. Like, holy shit, look at this! You know, that'd be awesome. You know, just a great little Easter egg. Um, they don't even have to make mention of it. You know, just be a camera. You know, panning past an alley, and that's it. But, but the
0: crowd reaction would be amazing. Oh, God. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> we want to talk about nerd nerdgasms. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they could use this part four as a way to bring him in the fold. I doubt it, but... Did anyone lose their arm in this one? That's rocket wanted to, to, to steal uh, Bucky's arm, but... <laughs> I'm trying to
0: think. There's supposed to be one like hand removal per film.
1: Not that I can recall, Mm. but I have to watch. I have to rewatch it, so. Yeah, have to look at it again. Yeah. The one thing I want to point out is I could definitely see in part four it being Thanos, who defeats himself. Um, Just living with the guilt of losing Gamora and everything like that. Like, that's like the one thing, like, subconsciously that kind of gets him to pause for a second. And, you know, the heroes are able to, like, pounce. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'll be just him, just subconsciously, like, defeating, you know, himself.
0: Yeah, I definitely see that, uh, because mostly from that moment that we get where he sees Gamora after um, snapping his fingers. Mm -hmm. After he goes through a weird teleportation portal. Yeah, I was kind of confused by that, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like,
1: what just happened? Um, But yeah, yeah, I feel like he's in the Soul Stone. I'm not sure if that's exactly where he's supposed to be, but I feel like that's where he's at. You know, and just the the whole moment where, you know, you know, what did it cost? And he's, you know, says everything. So, you know, it weighs heavy on him Mm. still. So I could definitely see that being his undoing, you know, and in the books that's, you know, he's gotten, like he's been victorious before and he basically defeats himself, you know, so I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route.
0: I can understand that, but I also would like to see a more, I guess, heroic like the heroes win type of
1: scenario i think it would still be like you know like i said it'd just be like he pauses just for a second like you know for some reason he has like a memory of her or something and then like that's how they you know get the gauntlet off of him or something you know you know i'm not a writer man i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but it just it feels like it's being set up that way yeah you know so but uh that's gonna do it that's gonna do it for
0: this week Uh, We got a lot more coming up till next week and the next week and the next week because this is The Amazing Nerd Show and we go on and on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn straight. And it is almost one o'clock in the morning again, Christian. We've got to do these things earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So if you sound a little tired, that is why. Um, But we do it for all of you. Yes. Uh, Before we go, a couple shout outs to some podcasts that we feel like you should be listening to. Go and check them out uh super movie bros part of the pod network uh a blend of old and new smb reviews new movies trailers indie films and classics subscribe on itunes follow them on twitter um just an entertaining show overall you know yeah, and they'll probably be talking about adventures as well yeah like every other <laughs> podcast right now so but i mean Obviously, listen to us first. Yeah, of right. course. <laughs> and I mean, you, you have, have right, <laughs> unless you have the time stone. Um, so, <laughs> next films on trial: uh, a movie podcast hosted by five Liverpool lads. We put films on trial, including quizzes, new songs, and more. See our website for all episodes. Really great idea for a podcast. Mm lots of fun interesting and just a different angle to take these kind of podcasts yeah so it's hard to do there's so (laughs) many different movie review podcasts Mm. i mean we're pretty much one of them but this is really a unique way to you know do a podcast the brits always have the best ideas (laughs) and cooler accents (laughs) so uh next on the list of fortress of nerditude two best friends discuss nerd and pop culture as well as their daily lives as husbands and fathers um and you can follow them on twitter and they're every thursday mornings i guess they release a show so just a great great show though check them out and last but not least film forecast podcast a comedy podcast about upcoming films and what we think they're all about another really great concept for um a podcast so they kind of predict the sh- the movies before mm. they're released um once again pretty much what we do but maybe not as clever so right. yeah <laughs> so um we' just clarify trying, we're the ones that yes are not, not as clever, clever. <laughs> yes <laughs> no we're not total dicks um but yeah yeah so just a fun listen to check them out um and then check us out right yeah Check us out
0: on Twitter, on iTunes, on Stitcher. Stitcher. And drum roll we are finally on Spotify. And we weren't notified at all. Yeah, <laughs> we just found out tonight
1: by looking it up. Uh, we, uh, we were just like, we might as well search, right? Who the hell knows how long we've been on Spotify for. <laughs> so uh, check us out on Spotify yes uh, of
0: course you can always find us at our home on Podbean and then um, you're probably listening to us on 12 hours Radio that's really? right that's keep it right. going keep it going uh, keep making sure that you are following us on every social media site that there is Facebook Instagram Twitter I know I said Twitter before but you gotta, you gotta hear it twice man yes. you gotta search us at Amazing
1: Nerd Show, so Twitter's a- really our home. I right. follow those, yeah. right? But we are growing, you know, our little community right now. We're on trying those to other definitely bring different things to those sites, so mm-hmm. they're definitely worth following. Yes,
0: uh, and then if you, I hope you are enjoying the music that's playing right now by our house fans. I know I am. Them Guilty Aces. You can uh, find them on iTunes. Uh, they have a website. You can find them on YouTube as well. Uh, they have a new music video out that we've been listening to watching over and over again because it's so fun to watch it. that's right and they have a new EP coming out this summer exactly so make sure to check them out uh, and I think that's about it right that's right so my name's Christian and I'm Damon and that was The Amazing Nerd Show
1: just Assembled
2: poor people and he just oh. Does...
1: oh my god i can't believe what i just saw oh my god oh my god did that happen
2: yes, it, did. Yes, it
1: did oh my god here's the replay and neil tried to get into the yes. ring and neil tripped and went head first through the apron underneath
0: the ring reminds me oh my god that may be the greatest moment in royal rumble history